Get ready, Ohio. FanDuel, America's number one sportsbook, is coming to the Buckeye State. And to kick things off, you can get started with $100 in free bets as an early sign-up bonus. Plus, when you sign up today with promo code OHIOSB, you'll be all set for when FanDuel goes live in Ohio. Then you can bet on all your favorite teams and all your favorite sports with $100 in free bets. Just download FanDuel's top-rated sportsbook app. It's safe, secure, and super easy to use. Ohio, this is your chance to get in on the action. Join today with promo code OHIOSB. Make every moment more with FanDuel, official sportsbook partner of the NFL. 21 plus and present in Ohio. Bonus issued in non-withdrawable free bets that expire seven days after FanDuel accepts its first real money sports wager in Ohio on one Unique user identity verification required. Offer ends on the go-live date. Restrictions apply. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Right here in your neighborhood. Here's a little tale about hard-to-recycle plastics. Their destinies were changed. Their new lives are fantastic. What once was trash can live on as new things. With a program that complements your regular recycling. plastics can be so much more. Give this trash the second chance it was hoping hard-to-recycle plastics can be so much more. Participate in the Hefty Energy Bag program happening in your neighborhood today. Why do we force so that we can learn to pick ourselves up? You've given them everything. Not everything. Not yet. You merely adopted the dark. I was born in it, molded by it. I didn't see the light until I was already a man, but then it was nothing to me but brighten. Hello. Hello, hello, hello. Braden Harrington here with Davey Portman for Up Next, postwrestling.com, all the podcast apps. And uh, usually we're your NXT friends. Friends. And we watch wrestling. We love wrestling. But some, some other things we do around here. Is we we visit Gotham. We do, yeah. yeah back for our what is this? Our seventh seventh time? Is Damn, it? is it eighth? Well, maybe it doesn't matter who we are, but what matters is our plan. Oh yes, that's right. And we're here. To, we have a plan. We're the man with the plan. Before we talked about a guy who had no plan. He just chased cars like a dog. Yeah, that's what he said. Now we're talking about actual plans, proper plans, plans do plans galore in this plans film. do work. Uh, is what you learned. That's the moral of the story, actually. Who has the best plan? Yeah, it's called the Dark Knight plan. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yes, we've gone through all the Batman movies. If you listen to this feed, you can go back and search and scroll. Uh, we've done Star Wars movies. We've done tons of other movies. And, of course, we do tons of other movies on our Patreon. But we decided after Star Wars, we were like, what other fun movie kind of series or franchise can we can we tackle? And we've been going through Batman. And, yeah, we've done Batman Begins, The Dark Knight, which is... What I guess the most popular vote is the best, not only Batman movie, but superhero movie, comic book Just movie. Just movie. In yeah, time. I mean, a lot of people. A lot of people. It, is, it, it was good to go back and watch that, and it was awesome. And then it just made us want to watch this one even more. So mm. we were like just biting, itching to, to Yeah, I got to say, the, when we were doing the Star Wars films, fatigue definitely kicked in <laughs> with them. Um, you don't like sand? Yeah, it's rough. I mean, they, there's quite a few bad films in that series. And I love Star Wars, and I get into it. And if you were to tell me a new Star Wars film's coming out in a month oh, or yeah. whatever, I'll go and see it. Like, uh, I love Star Wars. But this, I think 
having the different directors having their different takes on this we're seeing different actors to have with their different takes on certain characters it feels fresh every time we're watching it and this one that we're talking about today dark knight rises is the culmination of this great trilogy that christopher nolan created and i i've loved going back to watch these ones yeah uh just doing batman begins and dark knight makes me want to like watch a bunch of his other movies i have not watched tenet yet so i gotta catch up but i feel like there's a few i also have not watched before uh, i'll watch it with you because i definitely need to watch it again you need to, t- you need to tell me what's <laughs> I need going to understand on it. Yeah. yeah inception's great and we've talked inception's about awesome. hans zimmer who just completes uh he's a character of his own in these movies that for for nolan christopher nolan so uh, yeah, it was it was interesting. I I know that we've we've talked about like the the zany stuff like the Riddler and Two Face, and then it gets really serious in this trilogy, which is such a great take for like this character because they do just such such a fantastic job of bringing it to light. It's not like a Superman where you're trying to be all serious, but then it's like yeah, but the guy flies, and he's an yeah. alien. It's like this is just a guy who. It still it still sounds weird when you're like a guy dresses up as a bat, but like realistically, he's a tortured soul. Yeah, and tortured souls do weird things. And, uh, and for for Bruce, it's it yeah. saved Gotham over yeah. and over again. Yeah, and while it's, dressed as a bat, it's definitely the best iteration. And of course, the Dark Knight ends with Batman catching the Joker. The Batman and the Joker. Everyone, your grandma, your aunt, everyone knows Batman and the Joker because it's been these characters that have been portrayed for years in the books and the shows, whatever. But Heath Ledger dies mm. and then it leaves this whole like just kind of sadness not o- not only for all the fans worldwide but for the people who were involved in making these movies because it's like now like how do we go forward with you know honoring this guy's legacy but trying to finish this great thing because wow what a like the, the the mood must have been dampered for oh, Christopher Nolan for sure yeah. and there was there were talks of is this is this going to happen yeah I mean I re- this was never set out to be a trilogy, from what I remember. It was just kind of right. Christopher Nolan like, ah, yeah, we could probably do another one and finish this. And I'm sure had Heath Ledger not have passed away, we'd have maybe got round to one sooner. Um, but then he went and made Inception, which <laughs> yeah, was awesome as kind right. of the buffer movie between these two. But yeah, there was definitely kind of talk about how how are they going to address the Joker uh, Heath Ledger, and th- they decided to just kind of not mention it at all. And we've right. still got mention of Harvey Dent. And the main story of this is more tied back to part one, Batman Begins. Yeah. And I, I think that was smart doing that. Um, and there, there is, I, I don't know if you're aware of this, but there is a Joker tribute in the film, and we'll get to it okay. later. Right. Um, but yeah, that was the only thing that they apparently did to honor Heath. Yeah, and, and I get it because it's like, yeah, there was rumors they were going to use deleted scenes or some CGI, like they thought about it, but then in the end they were like, no, like let's 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 not do that, let's not add something, which I kind of agree with. And other movie franchises have gone on to do that. It, it depends. I think it all depends on the story. Yeah, it, the Joker was not. Batman has a big enough rogues gallery yeah. that you can go to yeah. without having to do the Joker as a. In another film, um, so I think I think it was the, for the best that they don't go back and try to either recast or I mean the the pressure on any actor to be recast in that role. Oh yeah, to take over that iteration, that kind of version of the character would be impossible. CGI and stuff, especially for someone like Nolan, who 
really doesn't use much at all. Which is great. Would really stand out, I think, in this film. I, I think they made the right choice. And when Bane, who we've seen before. We've talked about. In these films, we've talked about, but such a different version of the character. And I think a more true to the, the source material version of the character. Whereas before it was what this roided up luchador. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I mean, yeah, it was, uh, it was Poison Ivy's sidekick. Yeah. Played by uh, like an ex wrestler who he may rest in peace. Um, but yeah, that's, that's definitely, int- I'm, I'm blanking on the guy's name, but we talked about it. Um, he was just a muscle, a side character where mm. if you do read some of the comic books, like, yeah, the Bane is a lot more like that and looks so cool. The mask is sweet. It's kind of is like a luchador. We've compared Legado del Fantasma yeah. stuff to using that similar mask of Phantasm even is kind of similar. But he's a character that in the comic books was a lot different than that Schumacher Batman and Robin movie. So he's, he's always been very intelligent. Yeah. And that's the thing. Whereas the Schumacher one, he's I don't think he even says words. He's just like throughout the yeah. whole thing. Yeah. Whereas he's meant to be one of the smartest villains because he can outwit and outmuscle the Batman. Yeah. Um, Tom Hardy, I remember getting kind of mixed reaction when he was cast because people were going, oh, what well, he's, I can't really picture him as Bane. Um, I think Tom Hardy's about five, eight, five, nine. Five, nine, apparently. Five, nine. Um, you might have only seen him in Inception where he's not really playing a, a huge, big dude right. or anything. Uh, but other people are going, oh, no, have you seen Bronson? And these other films where he's he's bulked up and plays a bit of a nutcase. Uh, yeah, I've always wanted to watch that. Never watched it's it. It's good. Yeah. And there's there's one scene where he's pretty much like paralyzed, so all he can actually do is act with the the eyes and stuff. Okay. And you go, oh, you'd actually be pretty good in a mask. And then fast forward, he's Bane. He's Mad Max, and yeah, he's he's got great facial expressions, but. He bulked the fuck up for this film. Yeah, he's huge. And when those stills first came out, it was kind of like with the Joker when people first saw the costume and the face paint and they go, okay, yeah. I'm on board. It's the you coat. You see these giant arms and the coat and the yeah. mask. The coat is a look. Oh, yeah. Again, we've talked about how... The Dean Ambrose coat. Yeah, you can't go anywhere without on Halloween or whatever without seeing a Joker. Yeah. Like any, any iteration, but the most popular is Heath Ledger's version. Or like taking from it and adding your own. Mm. Whereas you saw the Bane quite a lot where mm. dudes would just wear that, get, get some sort of brown coat. I know so many people that did that and yeah. then just get it, make the, either make the mask or buy Especially it. Especially like October, end of October, yeah. beginning of November need that coat. in Canada. You kind of want a coat. It's a great costume idea. Yeah. And when you're inside, you take it off and you're showing off the guns. That's it. Yeah. Yeah. You can show off the guns where I'm You just got to walk around doing his voice all day long. Yeah. We this, they did the thing where they release something before the movie comes out, the beginning of the mm. movie, and uh, there's something about the voice. Yeah, I, I went to this, so they were. It was kind of a, a marketing tactic where they were releasing the first, I think, eleven minutes of the film, and you could go and see it. I went to the the IMAX in Waterloo right, in yeah. London to see it, and every there was a lot of negativity coming out of it because the sound mix was really off and you couldn't really hear uh bane at all because his voice is already kind of muffled and i remember wondering if they were going to change it when the film was released and they didn't 
but we watched this separately today. I yeah. watched a Blu-ray. I think you streamed it. Yeah. And definitely on the Blu-ray, the sound has been edited. Yes, 100%. He, he was a lot clearer in this. Yeah, I've not watched this movie back for quite a few years, but I used to have the Blu-ray set, and I watched it a, a few times, and I remember it definitely edited from the thing. Uh, I saw this movie at a midnight release. Me too. Which, um, obviously, you know, there was a huge uh, story yeah. because there was a shooting where this guy decided to go to this screening at midnight and shoot up a movie theater, uh, which was just awful because I went to the Scarborough Town mm-hmm. Colossus Cineplex, or whatever it is, in Scarborough Town Center, midnight, watching with my friends. We're having a great time. Love the movie. Going our separate ways. And then by the time we get home, it's like, ah, oh, before I go to bed, like, what's going on and stuff. And then it's like, ah, yeah, ah. And that just puts a whole damper on on everything. And that that to this day, I'm like that. That's just just sick, honestly. Uh, but um, a lot of people were like scared to go see this movie. Now, everyone yeah. was scared to go to theaters when this happened. And now fast forward, this is from 2012. It's like we're so normalized to certain things. Uh, yeah, it's there it's was just a, I think I believe there was just an, another movie theater shooting and movie theaters are just reopening. Uh, but yeah, it yeah, it sucks. Um, yeah, that's horrible. I know, I know. You mentioned Hans Zimmer being one of kind of the MVPs on this, and we've watched the concert, and he he plays a piece of music he wrote specifically for. I think it's Aurora, mm-hmm. uh, where it happened yes. in tribute because obviously, like the it's kind of like the remember the Ariana Grande shootings in that's Manchester. Right. That's a lot of guilt to be. You know, it's. It's not your fault at all, but for it to happen at your movie, you're going to feel weight yeah. with that. So, um, yeah, they kind of produce that piece of music as well. Excellent. Tribute. Yeah. Uh, well, this show is tribute to because that that always rocked me. That always rocked me. And it's like, man, even in a place where you're supposed to we're all supposed to just come together and hang around and watch a movie with mm. strangers. It's supposed to be something that. We should feel safe. Yeah, yeah. You know? uh, it's it always it always actually irked me for for years to go. Uh, but but yeah, uh, that that shouldn't put a damper on how we feel about this movie. No, not but at all. I know a lot of people absolutely don't like this movie. <laughs> There's a lot of how do you how do you go back from from that last? How do you come back from that last movie? It's I, this is they did Batman Begins and it was really good, but then it didn't get everyone's eyes fully. They just heard. Oh, it's that new Batman movie. But Batman died from Schumacher, so we don't like Batman anymore. Yeah, yeah well, they're making a Batman movie with the Joker. All right, we'll check it out. Well, the Joker died. All right, now we definitely got to check it out. Everyone checks it out. It becomes the biggest movie like of all time at the time. Like Everyone know- knew about it. Everyone talked about it. All the news, everything. And got great reception. Again, considered one of the best. How do you make the movie after that? <laughs> How do you come back with not only losing someone... someone had passed away and got all that got buzz from this and now you were praised and it's like now i gotta continue this without this it's it must be incredible stress oh, yeah. and strain where do you start like there's a rapper named Nas yeah. baby his first album is called ilmatic it's considered one of the greatest hip-hop albums mm-hmm. of all time he himself will always be chasing the dragon of trying to make something <laughs> and it, it, it it's, it's like his own mental thing that he's like damn it what do I do? There's, uh, there's a story of the actor Laurence Olivier, like famous classical actor. Yeah. Um, and he was doing Hamlet or Macbeth or something like that. Stormed off stage at the end of one night, was furious. And they're like, 
what, what? I thought he was pretty good right then. What happened? He's like, fuck! It's like, what? Fuck, I ruined, I ruined it, I ruined it all. And they go, what? He's like, that was fucking perfect. I just did a perfect performance. Oh. I've got to do this run for like six more weeks. How am I ever going to top that? That was fucking perfect. And there's nothing better I can do. And you're like, jeez. oh, jeez, okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's pretty much what Nolan, I guess, is like, I don't even want to do another one. Why, mm. do, why should I have to? And Christian Bale's like, yo, we killed it. Like, it's over. It's done. Pack it up. Let's go. Uh, but they got to do this movie. So, yeah, of course it's going to get heavily, like, criticized and stuff. But I think that Christopher Nolan had an incredible task at hand to get the crew behind to do it all again and, and come up with such a great, fantastic idea. I, myself, we've talked – we both are huge comic book fans, especially when we were younger. It's definitely – comic books got me into wrestling, and that's kind of why we're all here. But one of my favorite comics – I would always borrow this from a library – Yes, I used to go to libraries. Um, and it was what is heavily brought up into this movie. It's No Man's Land. It was a series, I think, like late 90s, 2000s, where Batman and, and I think it's an earthquake that closes all the bridges and makes Gotham on its island. Right. And then, like, all hell breaks loose, essentially. So that's where they take that and, like, use it into this movie, which is great. They also obviously use Nightfall. Which is where mm-hmm. Bane, That's where Bane breaks, breaks his back. back. They have the famous image there. So they take definitely a bunch of little things from different books and bring them into this movie. Just like they did with the past Batman Begins and mm. Dark Knight. So it's great. I do remember being like, that's the name you came up with? The Dark Knight was already the name of that movie. Yeah, I was never a fan of the name. Especially because the first film... It wasn't called The Dark Knight Begins or something like that, you know? It wasn't like each <laughs> film had The Dark Knight in it. Right. And it felt more of a marketing ploy for right. me, being like, people really like that Dark Knight film. <laughs> we can't really call it The Dark Knight 2 because we had Batman Begins. Right. So let's just call it The Dark Knight Rises. Another comic they do take from is The Dark Knight Returns. Yes. So I guess they're kind of, that's the way it putting it in there too but they've already done a batman returns so it's kind of like that but it's obviously rises rise being the main like story behind this whole movie is we all gotta we all gotta rise rise up and that so yeah i remember the buzz though being pretty pretty big for this and um i i I mentioned i had to go see it like right away definitely one of the one of the only times in in my experience of Movies having my attention that I got to see it like right I, away. Yeah, I rewatched the first two yeah. leading up like yeah. that day and yeah. head to the cinema to see it. Um, well, let's get into it. Yes. Rise. I, we shall rise. We shall rise. <laughs> we open with Commissioner Gordon eulogi- eulogizing Harvey Dent, uh, saying, I believe in Harvey Dent. I mean, picking he right up. Yeah, believed. Picking so- right up off from. Uh, from the Dark Knight. Yeah, so this is like what? Like supposed to be seven years later? Eight years later. Eight years Harvey later. Harvey Dent Day. Harvey Dent Day. So eight years and Batman's been gone. He's been gone. Ever since that fateful night with Harvey Dent dying, a.k.a. Two-Face, the truth has never been set free. But eight years is pretty drastic. This yeah. movie didn't even come out eight years after that last movie. No. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so this is pro- this is what, 2016, I guess it's set. Ah, I imagine. that's why he's got some technology. Yeah. yeah. Um, we go to this like, field in the middle of nowhere where we see this plane and Littlefinger from Game of Thrones, Aidan Gillen, who's leading these men and they're talking about Bane and uh, 
they've got this Dr. Pavel hostage and they're going to take him off and find out, interrogate, find out about this Bane character, where he is. The why mercenary. He, why he wears the mask. And they're flying up in the air. Then you hear uh, someone say, perhaps wondering why you would shoot a man before throwing him out of a plane because he's, he's threatening this guy, yeah. trying to get this information. You go, what is this? Who is this man in this hood? You hear the line, as you said earlier, it doesn't matter who we are. All that matters is our plan. Very NWO vibes. Yeah. <laughs> you, you, don't, you know who we are, but you don't, don't know, know our plan. <laughs> and the hood's revealed, this is Bane in the plane with these men. <laughs> and he says, no one paid attention until I put on the mask. And the next part of my plan, crashing this plane with no survivors. It's a plane heist. Yeah, it's like point break. <laughs> it is. We see a... A big plane, which is like latching onto the, the plane they're all on. And they're just ripping it all apart. Um, Bane takes Dr. Parvel into his capture. And um, yeah, he tells this one guy, this one mercenary, you're going to have to stay behind. We're going to need one of us in the wreckage. Survivors. Yeah. So Pretty epic scene. It's really epic. Yeah, this is the one that, he, that we talked about. They released, like, because Dark Knight, they did the... The intro with the bank robbery with the Jokers, the clown mm. mask people, and then they do it. They they almost do. It How just, do we up? Yeah, yeah, and they definitely do. Holy! This there's all these discussions right now about going to the cinema, watching stuff at home. This on IMAX looked awesome. Yeah, yeah. the depth yeah. of this, you really got the the sense of the height these planes are doing this heist, and Bane just looking badass not with any parachute or anything just yeah. climbing down these chairs and these planes going down it's vertically. actually nice. uh, it's a really stunning scene i remember watching some docs on the nolan trilogy i think probably on the blu-ray set or something and the the shots someone filmed them filming this and it's right. like just insane Nuts. what they were, were doing and of course bane has all these lines in the movie but uh no one cared who i was till i put on the mask which is Quite similar. I mean, everyone cared who Bruce Wayne was, but Batman is mm. kind of similar. But yeah. It also just shows already how smart this guy is. True. Like he's yeah. managed to orchestrate this whole uh, plan to get this doctor. Uh, but yeah, awesome, awesome opening. Uh, we go back to Harvey Dent Day. It's been eight years since his death. and But since then, uh, Gotham has been calm. It's been safe um, because Harvey was that hero and he locked up uh, all the... All the bad men, all the mobsters, all the yeah, criminals. They, they make it seem like for eight years, just everything's been no crime. gravy. It's oh, yeah. fine. Gotham's chill. There's no baddies. It's good. It's all. It's all good. Gordon almost tells the truth about Harvey Dent. You see him. He's like Michael Keaton at the Oscars. He's got the yeah. speech ready, but he just. Uh, <laughs> and he's uh, mm, not, not right, right now. Not right not now. Right now. Yeah. I'll wait for Birdman. Yeah. <laughs> I think that's what it was when he didn't win. Yeah, he oh, he had, didn't win for Yeah, Batman. but he had right. it in his thing. But shout out Michael Keaton. <laughs> and because he doesn't want the death of Harvey Dent to be for nothing. Uh, he wants to keep this hero. He wants to keep Gotham safe. And yeah. the truth could destroy Gotham. It's, it's, it's got to be weighing on him, though, because he know he hates Two-Face uh, and Harvey mm. Dent. And here he is for eight years, like, praising him. It's got to eat at you. I, I wouldn't have lasted that long, no. to be honest but they also mentioned that, like, some of the cops in passing mentioned that Gor- after that incident, after that night, Batman disappeared, but so did Gordon's wife and kids. She's like, nope, they none of that shit, yeah. leaving this town, almost died. So he Yeah, just, because like, this was the man that 
threatened to kill yeah. his kid. She didn't want to agree know? with him exactly. praising him. So he's like just committed solely to his job. But his job's been pretty chill lately because no crime. No crime. Yeah. We meet uh, Miranda Tate, played by Marion Cotillard, who wants to see Bruce. It seems like she's going to be trying to come on the board with them. They're talking energy and energy solutions and all this boring shit that I didn't really note down. All these fucking superhero movies. How many times do they talk about energy and scientists yeah. and stuff? Like, am I crazy? Are scientists that important? <laughs> <laughs> Every movie is scientists. Mr. Daggett uh, is telling Tate that she's wasting her time uh, with Bruce and that she should be with him. This is uh, Ben Mendelsohn. Who mm. I just, he's great. Yeah. He's fucking great, this guy. Uh, but yeah, seems... Seems like he's got a bit of a plan. Seems a bit of a slime ball. Um, yeah, he's cheeky. Yeah. No, I don't trust him. I don't trust this guy. Uh, we're in Wayne's Manor and we see one of Bruce Wayne's, like, not maids, what do you call them? Like I waiters guess, or yeah. something. Because uh, they're hosting some sort of party host- on the grounds. hosting an event uh, for Harvey Dent Day and uh, she's snooping around. This is played by Anne Hathaway. Yeah, she's, it's almost like we, we're figuring out that she's she got this job to be in the premise, like in, yeah. on the grounds, because she looks like she's trying to steal some things. But she's very good. She's playing very innocent and kind of uh, oh, doesn't know what she's doing. Mm-hmm. And she's in Bruce Wayne's, one of Bruce Wayne's rooms, when an arrow flies past her. <laughs> and we see Bruce. He looks like shit. Uh, he's got a cane. He's he's walking over. He's, uh, he's got a, like a beer. He's got like chips in it. I don't yeah. know what's going on with him. And he notices she's got this necklace round her neck that belongs to his mother. So she's been stealing. He's like, wait, did you have that pearl necklace when you came in here? Yeah. <laughs> and then she drops the facade and she's just like, oops, no one told me the safe was uncrackable. And she's got all this sass and character. And she knocks the stick Ugh. out of Bruce's hand. So he falls down and backflips out of the window with the pearls. Parkour. Uh, what do you think of the introduction of uh, Selena Kyle? Yeah. That woman. Yeah, definitely an interesting pick. I feel like this was the most sought after role uh, because everyone watched Dark Knight, including actors. And I think like so many people were calling Nolan like, yo, if you're doing if the rumors are true that you're you're casting for a, a woman role there there was i think they tricked anne hathaway i think they told her she was auditioning for a harley quinn character that was not real right and she read obscure lines that weren't the lines mm. that they had so to trick her the rumor was angelina jolie was politicking okay. really hard to be in this role like she was like i was i've been destined to like i want to do this and it never never went but there was a rumor like so many people were so mad at anne hathaway getting this because it's Catwoman. The la- we've talked about uh, how well we've talked about Catwoman quite a lot, haven't we? Uh, we yeah. talked about Selena Kyle in Batman Returns and how iconic that suit is and that character, and she did a did a damn fine job as that. So it's like everyone wanted to be that generation's like version. Mm. Obviously, this is a more like real life version. So I like Anne Hathaway. I'm actually not a big fan of Anne Hathaway in other movies. I watch every time I, wa- I watch her in movies, I find her very annoying. She's got X Park heat with a lot of people. Yeah, I think I, 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 I think actually I got really it. like her as a actor. Yeah, um, but she's definitely got X Park heat, kind of Nickelback heat, Coldplay heat. Okay, maybe I I'm think. not crazy then. Yeah, I, oh, I did not know this. One hundred percent, she does. Yeah, and uh, yeah, there are people that really actively dislike Anne Hathaway, 
And again, when she was announced a lot of hate, I love her portrayal in this film. Yeah. I think she's fantastic. And just this opening scene, seeing uh seeing her being playing the innocent and then just yeah. dropping it and being pretty like cool and deadly um before backflipping out the window. And she'll she'll continue throughout the film. I think she's great in this. Yeah, I th- I think I think I like her here where she's she flips it from being trying to not trying to trick him essentially yeah. and then obviously backflipping. But I feel like when it comes down to it, I wouldn't believe that she would like beat up anyone. Mm. Like Christian Bale beefs up for these movies because he's like, I gotta make it look like I would actually kick. Some. George Clooney ain't kicking no one's no. ass. Michelle Pfeiffer was tough to make me believe, but even she wasn't like, you know, beating people up mm. in as in as much as this. So I I find it like the disbelief there is like, all right, okay, like I still think she has her moments definitely, but I. I feel like maybe I could be on the side where people are like, oh, but think of all the different actors mm. who could have been in this. But I still don't think she, she did a terrible job, 100%. But uh, I like the introduction to her for sure. Uh, so she then just gets into the car of some congressman who <laughs> is a bit of a sleaze. And she's like, oh, got got room for one? And he's like, oh, yeah, oh, yeah. Yeah, but it's Pretty actually lady. a trick, though. It's a trick. Ah, and we then learn that this congressman's gone missing. So what has she done? Mm-mm. We meet Officer Blake, played by Joseph Gordon-Levitt, which gets very confusing when it's the film, the scenes with Blake and Gordon, because I'm just calling both of them Gordon. Blake Gordon? Gordon Blake? J- Joseph, Joseph Gordon-Levitt. Gordon Joseph yeah. Commissioner Gordon-Levitt. <laughs> I love Joseph Gordon-Levitt, though. He's great. He's kind of fallen off. Yeah, I, where, where I was is thinking he? that, actually. Because yeah. I like this guy. He did this. He did... Uh... Inception. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Inception. Uh, he did what? Sean John? John Sean? Don, Don John. Don John. Is it 50-50? 50-50. Yeah. yeah, he has fallen off. I absolutely love 500 Days of Summer. I think it's almost yeah. close to a perfect movie. And uh, I, 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 you're right. He has fallen off. Where did he gone? He did that movie where he's walking across the thing. But I thought he was great in this movie. Uh, I, I like him as this, this cop. He definitely mixes a good part of uh, the serious, like, Playing a legit, like, mm. r- almost rookie cop, but more to him. Like, he's kind of smart. It's almost like he's the Nightwing, in a way. <laughs> right? Yeah. So, he goes to uh, to Commissioner Gordon, and he has some questions about what happened eight years ago. It doesn't quite, doesn't quite add up to him, this whole Harvey Dent hero stuff, Batman going on a killing See, like, spree. Yeah, he's smart. He's yeah. like, ha, this doesn't make sense. Uh, Bruce is doing some detective work, discovering that the uh, the the kind of cat burglar at his place is Selena Kyle. This, the, when 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 she escapes with the bead, the the beads, and he's like, "Hey, Alfred, like, what did I fucking tell you about letting people into the side wing of the house?" He's like, "Yeah, my bad. Like, someone clearly like slipped through. She knew what she was doing, Bruce." Mm. And he's like, I can't believe you, like you did that. And he's like, I can't. And he just snaps back. I can't believe you don't. You still don't make your own bed. <laughs> and then the next time you see Alfred like going, "Hey, Master Bruce," it cuts to his bed, and it's made. <laughs> <laughs> it's like they still are like digging at each other. It's hilarious. So we find out that Selena Kyle wasn't actually after necklaces or stuff like that at all, but she was after his fingerprints, as she'd been dusting for Bruce's fingerprints. Um, uh, Alfred does the piano key thing, yeah. which they do in the '60s show. Bruce used to oh, yeah, do that, to open the, the, yeah. and then here he is doing it here. Good callback. So uh, Bruce, we learn, is still depressed. He's been 
pretty much in his room for the last eight years. It was all and of us during the pandemic. Exactly. And Alfred really wants him to go out and have a, have a new normal. Um, he's, he's like, hey, that, that Selena Kyle seems all right, actually. <laughs> she like, seems oh, like your type. She seems like your type. And he's like, oh, you're trying to set me up with everyone. He goes, I'd set you up with a chimpanzee if it means I'm getting you out of this house. Uh, he talks about this uh, fantasy that yeah. Alfred used to have when, when Bruce was off all those many years ago training with the League of Shadows. He says, I was hoping I'd never see you again because there's nothing but pain for you here in Gotham. And I would take these trips to Florence every year and I'd sit at this cafe order a drink, and I'd always dream that I'd look over and see you with your wife and kids looking happy. We'd give each other a knowing nod and a smile, but never talk to each other, and I'd get up and walk away knowing you're happy. We both know we'd made it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I, love, I love how uh, he tells the story and like the shots, like how he looks up. Like it's, it's epic. Nolan is good at this because I'm thinking of Inception. Yeah. He uses similar tricks to, oh, get, your, to get the viewers like, like feels, essentially. I, I like how he orders what? A, I had to look this up. A Fernet Branca? Yeah, what is this? Allah the web tender um, means as a bitter aromatic spirit made from over 40 herbs and spices. Um, so it's like a Jägermeister. Fernet, yeah. Isn't that like the Chicago drink, Fernet? I'm pretty sure. Weird. For, Alfred drinks Fernet Branca. Interesting. Interesting. Yeah, we're going to have to try it. Yeah, so in this kind of dream sequence, he's looking over and thinks he sees Bruce. It looks like the back of Bruce's head and then gets up and it's just some guy and he's like, ah, fuck. Ah. This guy's like, why are you looking at me, old man, (laughs) with your weird drink? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, poor Alfred. Poor Alfred. I love these scenes. The scenes between Bruce and... Because both, like, uh, Michael Caine, Christian Bale, just fantastic actors. This is their their third outing in, in this universe is batman universe that they've done they obviously did films like the prestige together and stuff they've worked with each other so much so they really spark off each other during oh, these scenes 100 i really i talked about on our dark knight review talking about michael kane and how awesome i thought he was mm. with the chimpanzees and rubies <laughs> and this stuff sorry no chimpanzee rubies the size, the size of, of tangerines, tangerines not chimpanzees, chimpanzees Here he's, yeah it. chimpanzees in this one yeah so uh, yeah, I, I got, I got in my, I was a laughing that, that bed thing had me laughing, but yeah, 100%. These two are fantastic actors. Do you reckon when, uh, Nolan and David S. Goyer are writing these, they're going, what words do you think will sound funny coming out of Michael? No, Cates they mouth? leave them open. Michael, so can you say, uh, what, what would you call this? This, this isn't an orange. It's a tangerine. <laughs> Tangerines. Who's that? <laughs> They use him to come up. And this with... isn't a normal grapefruit, is it? Is it? No, that's a ruby grapefruit. <laughs> what kind of monkey is this? Ah, no. oh, it's chimpanzee. <laughs> Just writing all this down. Oh. Yeah, it's definitely, it's definitely. Uh, that's how they wrote his his thing. Or they just did Mad Libs. Like, hey, you you yeah. go off. <laughs> you fill in the blanks here because he's actually he's actually really good. Michael Caine is oh, really fantastic. good. Yeah. Uh, Officer Blake uh, goes to this kind of orphanage chatting to this kid who's going to be basically kicked out because he's too old now. He's over 16. Yeah. He's like, what's going on? Because this Wayne Industries used to take care of this place and apparently there's no more money going in. So Blake just, he's just a good guy. He's looking out for everyone here. Yeah, it reveals he's himself went through this orphanage as well. There, yeah. And like, 
whenever the kids get too old, it seems like these kids go missing. So there seems to be some sort of problem like in the past little while, past few years. It's like, where do these kids go when they're of age, like 18 year olds? So he's a little, he talks to one of these kids. He's like, yeah, everyone knows when you turn 18, they're offering you jobs down there. He's like, down there, down where? Mm. Under there? Under where? <laughs> yeah. Selena Kyle has Bruce's fingerprints and she's uh, like trading them with one of these bad guys uh, played by Bern Gorman, who you might know from Torchwood. That's why I know him from. Um, pretty good actor. Uh, but she's only given him four and not the thumb. So he's threatening her with a gun to give me the, give me the thumb because he needs the thumb. Give me the thumb. When, like, Anne Hathaway, sorry, uh, Selena Kyle's housemate, I guess, played by Juno Tempo, Temple from Ted Lasso. Yeah, this blew my mind. This was the same person. Yeah. That's crazy. She's fantastic. I love Ted Lasso. She comes in with the with the thumbprint, um, but as we said, this whole film is all about plans, and Selena Kyle has a better plan because as she got the bad guy to kind of send a text to bring the friend in with the thumb, he was actually using the congressman's phone, the missing congressman. Yikes. So all the police are going to track this down to this guy here. Great trick. Yeah. So the police will come in, and again, uh, Selena Kyle just changes her character and she pretends she's just this victim, this hostage here. So she's just screaming, going, help me, help me, and then slips out. Uh, so all these guys are taken out by the cops. Uh, but yeah, good, good plans, this mm-hmm. Selena Kyle. Um, Commissioner Gordon now gets caught by mercenaries and taken over to Bane. They're down in the sewers. They're down in the sewers. And Bane is mad. Why, why did you bring him down here? Now he's going to know where we are. So Bane just kills one of them, just chokes him. It's almost like a Darth Vader choke, yeah, isn't yeah. it? And he, he breathes like Darth Vader. Yeah. He got the thing on his face. The ventilator thing. <sighs> and Gordon realizes he's got to escape, so he rolls into this like waterfall of the sewers. He's a brave cop. Gordon... Oh, he's been shot as well, hasn't he? Yeah, he gets shot when... He gets shot a lot, this dude. Yeah, uh, but right before he does, Bane sees he's got something in his jacket pocket, so he grabs it Mm. and starts reading it, which is the distraction for Gordon to do this because he finds the script to his speech about the truth. Yeah. Uh, So, Gordon... Yeah, I like this scene. It's pretty... Like, I I love... um, Who plays Gordon? Sorry. Uh, Gary Oldman. Yeah, like he's so he's so good at acting, but here he's doing like the drop and roll. I'm sure they got like something and stuff, but the way he's like, Rrr, and then jumps <laughs> Get in. Getting out of here. <laughs> and then they're like, ah, shoot him. Uh, it's pretty sweet. And Bane's like, well, where, did, where does he go? Well, he goes down to different water things. Like this, this one water trail could lead to so many places. So the one guy just hands Bane the thing, clicks it, shoots the guy while sticking it to him. So like wherever. Yeah, yeah. It's very, it, it fits like kind of the Joker Jack Nicholson, Joker. Remember that? It's like every time something fucks up, he just shoots one of his own guys. Yeah, almost like the opening of Dark Knight with the Joker where yeah. he's killing off All every guy people, in the bank yeah. robbery. He's like, I don't need this yeah, guy. Yeah, his mercenaries. But yeah, go- good for Gordon who gets shot, dumped down this water thing and survived. It's very uh, like the, the movie The Fugitive mm. where he jumps through the water thing. Yeah, it's kind of like that. But then how, how lucky that Blake finds him uh, pretty quickly. Very lucky. Blake is always, always there. <laughs> on top of things. On top of things are Blake. And Blake goes to see Wayne because he's like, what the fuck, man? You used to look after orphans and now you're not. Um, Which was pretty good scene, actually. Like, he's a pretty good actor, uh, Gordon Levitt. Yeah, I like him. Uh, he makes a, j- a reference 
to saying like the co- all the cops don't believe Gordon about this underground sewer thing. Mm. And he's like, Bruce kind of is like, why not? And he's like, well, they, they said, did you guys see any giant alligators in the sewers tour? In, too. So kind of Killer Croc. Killer Croc yeah, kind of exactly. reference there, yeah. Um, but Blake basically says, look, I know you're Batman. I've known it for a long time. Everyone does. Because uh, I'm an orphan too, and, and I know the, the mask we have to put on when you've gone through a tragedy in your childhood. A mask you would have put on pretending you're happy. And I saw through that mask. The same mask Batman wears, and you're Batman, Bruce Wayne, and I know it. <laughs> Again, he's smart. He's but, very smart, but he's pretty much like, "Hey, you cut the funding, asshole!" Yeah. To all these kids who rely on it. You, you came to me, and I thought you were cool, but like, what the fuck, dude? Batman. Uh, Bruce needs to go to the hospital to see Gordon. So uh, he goes there. It's the doctor. Um, he's <laughs> he's examining him, and he's like, "Well, your knees are fucked. Your back's fucked. <laughs> your neck's fucked." Your hips fucked. Your feet are fucked. So, no, Mr. Wayne, I can't advise you to go heli skiing. <laughs> heli skiing is the backup thing he's used. He's like told the doctor, like, "Hey, I'm thinking of doing this." He's like, "Yo, you're like, you're pretty much. You have the body of a is pro it wrestler." Sp- spelunking. <laughs> yeah, spelunking. Your knees are fucked. You can't do this. You got knees like stone cold. <laughs> you can't do it. And this is a nice cameo from. Uh, oh, what's the actor's name? Yeah, he's Thomas. In so Len- many things. Thomas like, Lennon, comedic actor. Yeah, um, Reno nine eleven. I know him from I Love You, Man. Uh, right, he's got a little cameo in there. Uh, Seventeen again. He's in. Uh, man, yeah, he's he's got cameos in so many so things. many things. Yeah, he's actually really funny. Um, yeah, I Love You, Man, underrated movie. But this is all a ruse because Bruce needs to see Commissioner Gordon, so he puts on a balaclava. And yeah, we're saying Blake's smart. He worked out when he was a kid because he just saw this billionaire orphan and we're like, oh, you're probably Batman. Yeah. Whereas Commissioner Gordon still hasn't worked it out that Bruce Wayne's just stood there in a balaclava. So he wouldn't think it's Bruce because everyone knows Bruce is at home. So maybe that's why he's like not thinking it's him right away. But you can totally tell it's it's Bruce. He's in a suit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He's in a suit with the mask. Yeah. Uh, And talking to him. He's got a voice changer or something to try to mess with them or something. But Gordon's just saying it's time for the Batman to come back. We need Batman. Come on, Batman. See, Gordon's kind of still like, I don't know who you are. You might be Bruce, but all I know is... He's like, I don't care. Yeah, we need, we need some help here. So evil, evil is rising, says Gordon. The cops aren't mm. believing me that there's this whole thing underground. Uh, we go. It wouldn't be a Batman film without a charity ball. That's right. Bruce is at this charity ball. Sees Selena Kyle there. They have a little dance, a bit of romance going on. There's a way Bruce is always dancing with women at charity. I mean, yeah, another callback to Batman Returns where Bruce dances with Selena at a at a ballroom. And I think they're the ones not wearing the masks and everyone else was. Whereas here, everyone, including Selena Kyle, Kyle. Kyle, is wearing a mask and Bruce in this whole shot is the only one not wearing a mask, Mm. which is quite interesting, like the, the opposites there. And... Because people will know it's Batman if he's in the mask. <laughs> Wait, is that him? <laughs> uh, Selena's just telling him that a storm's coming. Shit's gonna go down. And yeah, great. I, I love this line. This was like in the trailer and, and the stuff. There's a storm coming. You and your friends better ba- batten down the hatchets, and you'll wonder how you ever lived so large and left so little for the rest of us. Oh. It's kind of like the one percent thing. Yes, ninety nine percent. You rich people. Well, it's gonna come crashing down. We're going to take all your money. Uh, he also uh, um, lets her know the correct pronunciation of Ibiza. Yes. See, I know because the song is, I took a pill in Ibiza. 
So right. I think it's that's how it's pronounced. But then, I've always said Ibiza. Yeah, I feel like North Americans call it Ibiza, but the true meaning is Ibiza as he schools uh, yeah. her on it. I wonder if that's where he ends up. But she's like, fuck you, I'm taking your car. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, another smart tactic. She she swiped his number for the valet mm-hmm. and tells the, the guy... My my husband's taking a cab home. It's it's our car. Don't worry, I got it. And drives off. He's yeah, like, mother. <laughs> uh, so Bruce goes to see Lucius Fox and kind of trying to work out what's going on at Wayne Enterprises and why uh, the this orphanage Saint Swithens isn't getting money. Um, it's kind of boring. Um, <laughs> I use I I like yeah. It just gets to there's the more part. talks of Miranda Tate and this energy deal and that they're trying to create. Yeah, uh, like sustainable, renewable energy and shit. But then it gets to, hey, uh, I know why you're really here, Bruce. And he's like, no, 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 uh, I don't do that anymore. He's like, well, let me show you let some show stuff you anyways. And then, Got some stuff in the back. For old time's sake here, Bruce. Uh, so he shows him a bunch of really cool things that Bruce might spray paint black. Or no, he says it does come in black. Yeah. yeah. Shows the bat, which is just this giant drone. Hell yeah. Helicopter thing i've seen so we recently moved and we we have a, a rooftop like view here in toronto and i every time i go on the roof now i'm seeing these drones that look like this yeah like legit i've seen like three it's scary it's like is this the world we live in we're just bat drones it's dicky already filming us he sent <laughs> drones for drone shots you're on the roof right From now australia yeah <laughs> yeah well lucius shows him this drone bat thing and bruce is like huh Maybe I could use that later. It could possibly come in handy. But can you do anything for my knee? Yeah, he gets fancy stone cold knee braces. No, he gets. Uh, he he called Rey Mysterio and said, "Yo, <laughs> who's your guy? I need to get uh, some. What is it? What do I call them? The baby stem cells. Stem cells. <laughs> <laughs> Research on the knees. Batman fixes his knees. Yeah. And in six months, he shows up as a surprise in the Rumble, and he's fucking back. Yeah. We hear the U two beautiful. Is it beautiful day? Song playing. Triple H thing. <laughs> Batman's fucking coming back. He's coming back. He's got new new knees. <laughs> new knees, new bat. Um, and he can kick a wall now. I told you those. Ra- Have you seen Rey Mysterio's knees now? They're fucking crazy. I'm worried. He didn't do anything about his feet. <laughs> yeah, now his feet are like broken. Breaks his ankle. It's like great. Now oh, I can't do anything. My knees are great, but fuck. <laughs> I would say if he's a millionaire, a multi-billionaire, like he can't afford things that me and you like do well, not know. Better about. shoes, yeah, <laughs> better shoes. But like, oh, maybe I just inject my foot with like some super. I don't know. It's fucking Batman. Uh, Lucius also mentions that the bat does not have an autopilot. No autopilot. Feature. I'm working not. on it, but I can't can't get it to. Don't work. have it. No just slips that in there. Um, Alfred starts telling Bruce about this this like legend of this pit. He, yeah, he made Alfred go do the research for Bane. Yeah, on Bane. And says most people die in this pit, but uh, for anyone that manages to escape, they become stronger. And Bane was the only one to escape. He was then trained by Ra's al Ghul in the League of Shadows, but excommunicated. And this is where Bruce is like, ah, it sounds like we need the Batman. Uh, and Alfred's like, dude, I, I don't know. I don't like this. I don't like it at all. But he does. Alfred always got the great lines like, sometimes a man rises. Man Bruce, rises. Like, ah, it's the name of the film. Yeah, he said it rises. Well, they never say the Dark Knight the Rises. The Dark Knight Rises. <laughs> but they do say rise a lot. Uh, I don't know, but pits are usually scary. Scary pits. Especially when they're in olives. Mm. You choke on them. Okay. <laughs> There, Bane orchestrates this terrorist attack on the stock exchange and takes one of the 
the people working there hostage and straps him to the back of a motorbike as he's riding off. And 46 minutes into the film, Batman finally shows up. I, I felt the reveal wasn't big enough for like, Bat- like Bruce finally back in the cowl and the cape. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, for us, it's like we know he was going to come anyway. It's not yeah, like, yeah. But- I, I find that it's like the lights, he's doing the Undertaker, Malachi Black thing. The mm. lights are going out and he's driving the thing. And all these cops who are chasing. First of all, the Wall Street scene is pretty sweet. Again, awesome shot. It, that's the thing. Nolan does not use CGI. So all of this is like stunt people driving the motorcycle. All these extras, like he takes the time to make it look as real as possible. It's almost like a terrorist attack, a, a thief, a robbery, and the motorcycle chase. But when Batman does show up, th- those cops that are like, oh my God, is this, what, what's going on? And the one cop's like, oh, like strap in. This could be, this is it. This is the moment we've been waiting eight years for. And yeah. then he shows up and it's it shows that one cop who's kind of a, a dickhead who's like, I don't even care about the terrorist attack that's going on. I want to want Batman. Batman, which is so stupid. <laughs> but yeah, yeah. Uh, th- you're right. Yeah, I guess there could have been a bigger like reveal for it. But get get that that Hans music, the blah, blah, but then, a bit louder. Yeah, but then Camera panning up Batman's there. Because there is then another reveal with him later. So it's like, how many, how many times can this guy come back? It's like Jericho's. How many return surprises <laughs> yeah. can you yeah, have? Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Um, but yeah, this chase scene's pretty cool. It, it, it's very similar to the one in The Dark Knight, kind of under the tunnels, big car pileups. Uh, but yeah, it's Batman's just in this kind of on the bat bike at this point, yeah. riding off. He shoots this ramp. He's got bat guns on his bat bike so he rides up this ramp and now he's kind of driving on the roof and shit it it's, it's really cool yeah it's awesome it's another one it's just like the last film with the crazy motorcycle stuff but even crazier nolan just must be like all right so i need to film these movies but in in order to do this i need empty highways oh, and yeah. streets at all times at my like hand because all his scenes are always like chase scenes and and stuff Looks Scrump, crazy. you're going to have to take a different route to work because this is blocked <laughs> off. Yeah, for, again, for these films days. in similar spots, I yeah. imagine. It looked like there was a lot of more New York shots in this movie as well because it right. looks like New York. Yeah, But the cops kind of corner Batman as he goes into this alleyway. So they're all there waiting with their guns. They've got Batman ah. when he flies out in the bat Jeez. and flies away. <laughs> the Batman literally flew away as a bat. Flew away in yeah, a bat. Wow. It took three movies, but he he's actually a bat now in this bat drone. Way more realistic than some of the bat things we've seen, especially in the Schumacher ones where mm. he's... Uh, oh, no, even in the Tim Burton one. He's got the bat thing, like the totally the, a ploy to sell toys. Yeah. But it's like those... That realistically would not... Well, all the all the vehicles in this are like military-based yeah. vehicles, right? So, this so you is look like, at this and it's, oh, that's a drone design, which yeah. we can, we've seen things like this. So yeah. it, it makes sense. It's almost like a, a magic carpet, but black that he's, <laughs> that he's in because the way it like floats. So yeah. It's almost like a towel, like in the wind, in a weird way. <laughs> it's, it looks sick. Yeah. Selena has broken into Daggett's place, uh, who she sold the, uh, the fingerprints to. And she wants what she's owed, which is this device that will wipe her slate completely clean. She'll be anonymous, no crimes to her name. No one will know who she is so she can escape and start her new life. Is that even a thing? It is in this world. Because I've watched Breaking Bad and it's a thing. Mm. 
where Jesse's got to go to the thing where you wait for the band to show. Remember, like it's a whole thing with, with these going off, things. going on, the, going off the grid, right. starting a whole new life. Oh yeah, yeah, that's the thing. That's what she sure. wants. So um, she's pinning him against the the wall with her heel because he's like, ah, oh, it's bullshit. I don't have it. it doesn't yeah. exist. Um, when uh, his associate, the the guy she sold it to earlier, comes in with the gun again. And she just takes him out, kicks him, gets the gun. And then all these men are coming in. They're cornering her when Batman arrives for the help, helping out Selena. He's get in. got a little crush there. He's always telling people to get in his car. Yep. And she says, well, my mom always told me never to get in, get in a car with strangers. It's not a car. And then it flies. It flies. <laughs> He's telling her no guns and no killing. That's my rules. And she's like, well, that's boring. <laughs> no but, guns and no... What? Ah, thought you were the bad boy. This isn't a car. <laughs> it's great. <laughs> so they escape. Uh, Bane arrives watching on. Ooh, yeah. Scary, scary. Very Star Wars-like vibes when, when the bad guy's always just so close to meeting the, per- mm. the good guy first. Yeah. Selina Kyle tells Batman that she sold his prince to Daggett and then she disappears and he goes, so that's what that feels like. Yeah, that's great line. What a what a great spot. Because for, for so many movies, Batman he keeps doing that to people. It must be so annoying. It's like when you it's like when you live with someone, whether it be your family or like us roommates, it's like you're talking to someone who you think is like at one side of the room, but mm. you didn't know they left the room. Or like when you're in a store and you're in now someone, you're like, so then she was telling me that she doesn't, I don't listen to her. Yeah, and then you're just like, wait, where are you? Where have you gone? That's what Batman does. <laughs> Absolutely. But now it's happened to him. And sweet, sweet justice. This got a big laugh in the cinema, yeah. I remember. Yeah, one of the big laughs for the movie. Batman flies his bat into the Batcave. Awesome shot with the, the waterfall and everything. Uh, but Alfred's had enough. He wants Bruce to stop. He's saying, live your life and be happy. And... Bruce saying, I wanted that future, but then Rachel died, and it's a future I can't have anymore. So Alfred goes, there's more secret letters here. Uh, This is a film about letters and plans. Yeah. Uh, But he goes, what if? What if I I were to tell you, Master Wayne, (laughs) that Rachel wrote a letter, choosing Harvey, and and I burnt it. (laughs) What, What if I told you that, Master Wayne? Bruce is like, I'd fuck you up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he goes from he goes from really happy, like funny Bruce Wayne to American Psycho, Christian Bale yeah. here. How dare you? How dare you? <laughs> um, I won't bury you, Master Wayne. I won't. I won't bury he goes, you. It would be losing someone who I've cared for since the first time I heard his cries echo through this house. <laughs> and Bruce, like Alfred, kind of like quits. Yeah. yeah, retires. He walks off. He walks takes off. Takes his ball and goes home. And Bruce wishes him goodbye. And then the next scene, right away, the doorbell goes. And Bruce's like, Alfred, can you get the... Do- oh, fuck, I forgot. <laughs> Bruce is... Alfred retired. Ah, I forgot. Uh, Such an asshole. But yeah, this scene is great. The, yeah. the emotion that Michael Caine brings to this bit, it puts real weight on Bruce's actions moving forwards. Um, and yeah, Alfred's had enough. He cares. This is... He's raised this as... He's raised Bruce as his own. He's the father figure, and yeah. he's seeing him going towards likely death. Yeah, it's it's a it's a definite battle because he he obviously has always been there for him. Even in this movie, he's picked him up after Selena stole his car. He was already at the venue, like waiting in case something did go wrong. Like that, he's always in mm. in the wings of Batman here. He's always waiting to help him. So he's like, I 
I won't do that. Well, you're going to die. Like, what are you doing? You're beat up and stuff. So that, I think, pisses Bruce off even more because he's like, you don't think I can do this, which upsets him even more that, yeah. like, you would do that. But he's like, yeah, like, dude, you've saved the world. Let it go. Just it's not it's not on you. It's not on it. You can't be held responsible. It's, it's a great. These two definitely have it's insane it's really chemistry good. together. And I don't think going forward in any Batman movies, you could do the crazy stunts. They'll come up with insane things. When we're long gone, they'll be making Batman movies for sure with insane things. I don't think you'll get the actual like chemistry between uh, some certain actors than you do get between these, these, two. these two, honestly. And, and you've got to think their relationship with Nolan has to bring that out as yeah, well. Yeah. You, you've got such an intimate relationship with the director as well. And as I said, these... These guys have been in a lot of films together with Nolan directing them. So knowing how to bring out the best, uh, it really shows. This scene is excellent. I won't bury you. But he, he doesn't have Alfred, so right away he's got to answer the door. Yeah. And, he's, and Lucius Fox is like, huh, since when do you open the door, your own door? <laughs> and we learn from Fox that Daggett used Bruce's thumbprint uh, to kind of access his stocks and shares and stuff and sold a bunch and bought bad shit and he's basically he's bankrupt now he's bruce wayne is now happy corbin wow yeah he's so so because he got his handprints he was able to use his like thing to stack the stocks is that how it works yeah i think so damn to be honest mine is the thumbprint (laughs) my my phone is a thumbprint yeah so like yeah i'd be fucked yeah someone used my thumb because they would access my, my stuff. Yeah, we're I telling everyone. Yeah, I yeah. shouldn't say this, yeah. And so they decide that they should probably trust uh, the the attractive brunette with the cute accent that just has shown up recently. Always trust. Let's trust her, and uh, we're going to make... P- I trust you. Give her part of Wayne Enterprises and um, show her this energy generator thing, uh, because they trust her, because they know that this energy thing could be turned into a nuclear weapon but let's trust this woman we'll trust this woman to look after it because miranda's great yeah yeah don't see anything wrong here not yet and we're at the board meeting of wayne enterprises we got to have one of these every film um and bruce wayne shows up and daggett's like no you're not like you're you're gone you're bankrupt you you fucked up like you're out of here you lost your seat on the board so bruce depressingly leaves um but Daggett now learns that Tate is in charge uh, and feels it when it should have been his. So he's going to Bane and is is yelling at him and says, I paid you a small fortune and this isn't going the way I wanted it. I was meant to be in control at this point. And Bane just lightly puts his hand on Daggett's shoulder and kind of the music changes. like this, And Ben Mendelsohn playing Daggett here looks just fucking terrified. And yeah, the line, I paid you a small fortune. And that gives you power over me. Well, I'm still in charge. Says who? It looks like, look around, it looks like I'm the one in charge here. Do you feel I'm in charge? I am Gotham's reckoning, uh, a necessary evil. And he kills Daggett here. Crushes, cracks, he does the, the neck crack. The neck crack. The Michael fiend. Myers fiend, <laughs> yeah, neck crack. Looks good. It looks like it's, it would help your neck. Yep. Yeah, uh, yeah I, I want to do those towel things the towel cracks yeah. yeah it does feel like it could be good we'll, we'll get to the towel crack in this movie true true yeah we'll also get to some sex we will yeah because because that's what happens that's next. coming up um <laughs> so bane is is taking over he's he's running all, all now um we've got blake asking bruce why he wears a mask and why doesn't he want people to know he's batman etc etc 
uh, Bruce tells him, look, you should wear a mask. It protects the ones you care about. Anyone can be the Batman. It's a symbol. Blah, blah, blah. Um, and Gordon, Commissioner Gordon, likes Blake as well, so makes him a detective and kind of gives him, like, by any means, we need to stop what's going on. Yeah, like me and you are, be- are, are beyond police at yeah. this point. Um, Bruce is broke, but still likes to bang, so invites Miranda over and... Have, like, bailiffs taken his bed and stuff as No, well? they turned off his power. So okay. he breaks into his own mansion, which looked easy enough, but obviously he would know where to, to go in. So he breaks in, and as they do, like, he realizes the power is gone. So he starts burning his own furniture in his own, like, fire pit and stuff. Oh, gotcha. And they just lay near the fire because it's... And, and yeah, do the, Have a good do the bat dance. Do yeah. the bat dance. <laughs> Get the bat phone and the bat things. Yeah, all the bat stuff. Batman's just so cheeky. He was... Just complaining to Alfred. This guy, I'm, maybe I'm not so different than Bruce Wayne because all he was doing earlier was talking about his ex to, yeah. to Alfred. And then, oh, a cute girl's here. Better have Let's a fire. Let's give <laughs> Wayne Enterprises and have sex <laughs> immediately. everything. And then once he's had sex with her, uh, you know, I've actually got a date with Catwoman. Yeah, I got this other one going so on. So I kind of got to go. <laughs> this is why Batman's the greatest superhero <laughs> of all time. Yeah, exactly. So Batman leaves after doing... The bat dance. Of course he does. Uh, to go and see Catwoman. Of course he does. <laughs> he wants her to take him to Bane. Batman. More say, like... They never call her Catwoman. So yeah, Selena yeah, Cup, but yeah. Catwoman. Yeah, Catwoman. it's true. Yeah, they they never do. But he's more of a dog. This guy's Batman. So they're fucking up all of uh, Bane's men on the hunt for Bane. But then a gate locks, and we realize Selena has turned her back on him and has sold him out to Bane. And she says it's like, I had to, sorry, it, it was you or me, they would have killed me. Um, it's a trap. It's a trap. Yeah, I like it when he's like, he goes, you've just made a big mistake. And that's when we hear Bane go, uh, not as big as the one you've made. And that's when he sees that he's, he's there. But Batman looks at her like, you fucking stupid fucking, what are you but fucking doing? I think this is where... Anne Hathaway is fantastic in this film because you see the layers to her character. Um, in another film, it could have just been like a, a Russo swerve and just be like, I'm evil, yeah. sold you out. Whereas here you see the, the kind of pain in her decision and that she is, a, she is a selfish character. She's there for herself, but she does kind of care about this guy, but is genuinely terrified of Bane. So so did they get a hold of her and made her do this? Yeah, they'd have killed her. Okay, got it. Because, yeah. like, other than that, like... And they've got the immunity thing that she wants. See, maybe that... Yeah, I feel like she could have got away and didn't need to do this. I think, I think she... I think she did something that she regrets. I think she thought it through. It's, but yeah, she... Oh, she regrets it yeah. immediately. Because she's like, oh, they won't... You said you wouldn't hurt him. You wouldn't kill him. Mm. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So we have a fight and... No music in this this first encounter right, between yeah. Bane and Batman. You just hear the the punches. There's a lot of no selling from Bane. Oh yeah, he's just taking these punches, Very no fun. reaction at all. But he is fucking up Bruce. Uh, Batman tries to throw some uh, like grenade smoke. Judo smoke. <laughs> and Bane's saying, "Look, I was in the League of Shadows. Like your theatrics won't work on me." And uh, Batman's like, you were excommunicated from the League of Shadows. 
goes, I am the League of Shadows, and I've come to fulfill Ra's al Ghul's destiny. Ah, uh, yeah, he, he's, he's basically no-selling Bruce's punches, and he's like, looks like victory's defeated you, meaning like, yeah, you had your day, yeah, and it ain't now. It ain't now. It's over. Batman tries turning the lights out so we can fight in the dark, but Bane's saying, uh, I was molded by the dark. I was born in the dark. I live in the dark. And asks, I was wondering what would break first, your spirit or your body? Or your body? <laughs> yeah. As he breaks Batman's back. The Messiah of the Backbreaker. Oh, yeah. Bane. Shout out Roderick Strong. Bit of a better promo. <laughs> yeah, but, yeah. <laughs> Poor Roddy. Uh, yeah, I mean, this is the this is everyone quotes the Joker from the Dark Knight with all the why so serious mm. and all that stuff. But I think for Bane, the line would be darkness. I was molded by it. All that. Kind There's of, so many. Yeah, there so are a lines. few, but I feel like that one. Well, is what do you think of his choice? Like the the accent and. Yeah, definitely works. I'm actually, I, I've watched other Tom Hardy movies. Mm. I think you mentioned um, the Mad Max one. Mad Max, this movie, and I swear he's, uh, I guess Inception. I swear he's in something else I like. Rock and Roller. There's so many movies that I also have seen him in that I cannot stand him. Mm. Venom, throw the whole thing in the bin. Do mm. not like the movie, do not like the story, and I can't stand his acting in it. Mm. He's, he's trying to do the split personality thing. It drove, that movie drives me crazy and it's not even it's it's actually part of him i do not like mm. i i think he looks so serious and so scary yeah he's he's only five nine they make him look so much bigger here but oh. he is sick in this movie i never really buy him when he's uh playing kind of posh or like english gentleman okay because there's such a like a ruggedness to him yeah. such a bit of a thugness yeah to yeah him. yeah i never buy that that always is a little disconnect for me but i do think he's a very good actor. And I said, he's really fucking good in a mask. It's weird. Uh, I think it's his eyes. He's got such a wild, like, intensity in his eyes. But the choice of the accent, I like that we we hear about this pit and stuff and it's a bit of a anonymous location. Yeah, yeah. And I think he's going for a bit of this accent where you can't quite place where he's from. But also, he was League of Shadows. So the theatricalness in his voice comes right. across and it's almost Shakespearean at times, especially when he's giving his big speeches. Uh, I think it's a real choice and it works. It, it, it distinguishes him from others. It's sure. A lot of people are going to mock it and imitate it. Yeah. Yeah. But, uh, but then isn't that what like you kind of, but it makes you remember the character. Yeah. yeah definitely. Whereas people, if people, you'd say to people, Oh, you know, they've done Bane before and you go, what? It's like, yeah, that, Schumacher Batman film had Bane in you go oh I completely forgot that was a thing yeah it's a completely different entity it's a completely different character and it totally works this this fight scene's awesome and again if you've you've seen the the image from the comics of, of is it Nightfall where he breaks his back mm. they do a great reenactment here in live yeah they pretty much do the frame yeah they do the exact shot where he breaks him and then if that's not even like the case it's when he takes he, he, he's been punching him in the face and the mask Batman's mask is like broken and shattered a bit he like rips a piece of it off and then just throws it down like the sewer like mm. how even like when this was coming out pictures of the broken mask in that shot people were like yeah that was he, one of the big like does things. like his what Everyone, I, I remember the buzz when they announced Bane was going to be the villain. Right. Everyone was saying, you've got to do the back break. Yeah. You've got to do that. And especially because it's, it kind of fits in, even though it's a different comic, it fits in with the Dark Knight Returns, which is an older Bruce Wayne 
who uh, has been out of action for years and right. is coming back, kind of fits together with that also with this is an older beaten down Bruce Wayne before he's even fighting Bane at this point. Right. So he's already weak to yeah. get the back break. It's I get more wrestling references. It's uh, Kawada uh, Masawa. I mean, Masawa was already beaten up when Kawada beat when him. He finally, so it's not yeah. fair. It's not fair. Yeah. It didn't count. <laughs> he didn't really break his the back. The stem cells haven't quite no. kicked in yet. Yeah, yeah. Those, that, I, he, he's, he's, he's focusing on his knee. He's like, ah, oh, I finally fixed these knees. Bane's like, hey, how's your back? Crack. <laughs> Done. Yeah. Uh, very, very iconic. I, I love this fight scene. And you mentioned, like, it gets, it's, it echoes when they're talking to each other, when Bane's, it's mostly Bane talking. But, yeah, it's, it's, it's definitely a high point in the movie for me. And, yeah, the, the choice of no music here I found interesting. Because you'd expect, like, big score for this sort of fight yeah. scene. But it's very quiet. And you just hear, I think it's because it, it makes that back crack. Like oh, so, yeah. so much impact with that. You're like, oh, he's Ouch. done. You can hear he's done. So Detective now, Blake, catches Selena Kyle outside of here. She's trying to make a run for it. Mm. Like, catch me if you can style. Fake passport's trying to dip, but he, he catches He's got to. And he, he does the, the cop thing where he's like, I want to know all about what stuff you've been doing. And then he kind of like turns his, what, his body cam off or something, yeah. essentially. And he's like, off the record. What Did they kill him? Yeah. I don't know. Yes, you do, bitch. You you threw him to the wolves, you snake. <laughs> she says she's afraid of Bane and they should be too. Yes. Um he offers her like protection and she just rolls her eyes. It's like, no, you're not you're not gonna be able to protect me from these people. She does genuinely seem pretty terrified. And even though she's got this cool exterior a lot of the time, whenever Bane is brought up, she does seem scared and does genuinely seem worried for Batman, even though she did yeah. betray him. Bruce wakes up and he's being dragged in this desert to conveniently the same pit Alfred told him about wow. just earlier. He wakes up in the bottom of this big pit. You can see the sunlight above them. And Bane is there with Bruce telling him that this is torture because this is the cruelest hell on earth as you can look up to the light and dream about escaping and it's escape and it's escape you'll never be able to do. And he's set up a TV so Bruce can be there and watch him execute Ra's al Ghul's destiny. They will destroy Gotham. And once Gotham is destroyed, then you have my permission to die. Yeah. He, Cause he's like, why didn't you just kill me? Kill me right now, please. Cause I'm in a lot of pain. He's like, Nope. I'd rather you... You're going to watch, watch your precious Gotham burn. Yeah. Pretty nice of him to give him the TV. I wonder <laughs> Any if he, other channels? Yeah, I wonder if he's allowed to flip the channels. Oh, he's torturing him. Like... Where is this pit? Uh, somewhere, like, in the Middle East. They, they go back and forth between it pretty quick. It's, it's almost like they do, but time almost isn't a factor in this movie, because they... The, we the know there's thing and yeah. like there's six months between Batman's backbreaking and the finale, right. I believe, of yeah. the film. Yeah. Um, I could have done maybe with some time markers, kind of. Sure. Because uh, yeah, they do go back and forth to this this pit quite a lot. Yeah, they um, they do. <laughs> but great line. It reminds me of Goldfinger. Do you expect me to talk? No, Mr. Bond, I expect you to die. It's Same like, style then voice. you have my permission to die. Yeah, it's very similar, actually. Mm. Uh, and so the, 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 there's a chant that's used in this movie, and they say it's Moroccan. So maybe they're in Morocco. Morocco. 
How far is that from Chicago? I'll do the research <laughs> while you continue. So, uh, yeah, Bane has now crashed into Wayne Enterprises. He's back in Gotham already. Um, and he takes Fox, Tate, and he needs one more board member to do what he's going to do. And Fredericks, uh, this guy Fredericks, uh, nominates himself. Back in the pit, we see a man attempting to escape. He's got a rope around his waist and he's climbing up and, and does the kind of leap of faith to try and grab onto the edge. But he falls. And we learn that only one person ever escaped this pit. It was a child born in hell, born in here. Um, but it's an old legend, nothing more. Uh, you can't get any flights to Morocco right now, so I cannot tell you how long it takes. Oh, but this takes. is pre-COVID times. So it? I do know that it looks really far. Okay. Like it's across the ocean. It's, okay. it's Morocco. Like that's pretty far. That's under Portugal. So, B- whoa, Bane's got some like style, like taking him to this. That sounds like a vacation. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Bruce, I'm going to be taking over Gotham where it's A, it's wintertime and everyone's going to be going through a lot of bad shit. <laughs> You want to go chill in Morocco? Because it's really nice. It would have been easier just go to the island. Just like <laughs> go to Toronto Island. I'm sure there's a pit there. Chicago Island. Chicago Island. Yeah. Gotham Island. New York Island. Bane now has the reactor. And uh, he's with Dr. Pavel, who we saw at the beginning of the film, who uh, is forced to turn this reactor into a nuclear bomb. And he's just like, all right, it's done. The reactor's now a nuclear bomb. Yeah. Again, t- time's moving pretty fast here. Um, but Bane removes the core from the reactor um, and Pavel's warning him. He's like, no, it's, it's going to be unstable and it will, after five months, it'll disintegrate and just blow up. And Bane goes, yeah, that's, that's my plan. Yeah. Idiot. And that's what I'm going to do. <laughs> I've got five months at this place. Um, Blake uh, then finds that uh, Bane's men, have been making all these explosives and mixing them into concrete. Blake starts seeing the same people, people use in different outfits. So he's like, wait a second, you were the person I know here. you. Yeah, he's a smart guy, this Blake. He is. He yeah. remembers faces. Well, yeah. yeah. I don't know if I'd be as good as a cop. I'd be good at that. I always remember a face. But being a cop is a, a detective is a hard job, mm. I think. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> he's good at it. Very good at it. So realizes they've been making explosives, mixing in with concrete. And these are all like buried under Gotham's tunnels and they're planning to detonate these bombs. This is where we have, I remember this from the trailer, the, the epic uh, Gotham football game. Can you see? Perfect. Beautiful. Beautiful. Uh, So (laughs) this kid, this is, yeah, this is epic. This trailer, the trailer for this movie, again, got crazy buzz and everything. And this is in it where the kids singing the national anthem to a stacked, full packed stadium mm. here and it's cutting this it's showing everyone just enjoying this football game they're about to watch and bane's like watching in like the like side area like it's kind of dark and he's like hmm it's a great voice wonderful voice lovely. you got there what a lovely lovely voice <laughs> so apparently the cameras were rolling for b-roll and he said it so nolan's like ah oh, actually that's funny can you do we need to record you in the bane voice doing right. that because it's funny so what well, so he's just there with Tom Hardy going, ah, oh, what a lovely, lovely yeah, like voice. He, 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 like, he's in character and he's right. like riffing, but they were like, oh, you weren't supposed to talk there. But like, okay, that's funny. Amazing. <laughs> uh, this was definitely the scene that I remember getting early buzz because obviously there are a lot of extras in this. Oh. I, re- I remember the casting calls coming out yeah. being like, 
it's going to be Gotham, like Gotham FC or not FC, but for you know the football yeah, team. Yeah. Um, and so a, there were a lot of leaks coming out of this. Yeah, Heinz Field, the home of the Pittsburgh Steelers. Okay, where they filmed this. Yeah, so it looks like even the same colors were black and yellow for Gotham. True. It's funny that Batman uses black and yellow in a lot of his things because Gotham colors. Yeah, he loves the Gotham team. True. Yeah. Um, But yeah, the shot of Bane watching on in the tunnel is fantastic. We see the mayor, uh, Nestor Carbonell, um, Richard Alper from Lost, uh, back again for another Dark Knight film. Nice. Uh, He's in the box, ready for the game. Um, The juxtaposition of uh, like the beautiful rendition of America of the national anthem as all these bombs are about to go off. Yeah. It's pretty cool. And let the games begin. <laughs> so they kick the ball to start the game Woo! as all these tunnels around Gotham are exploding. We see these, these exterior, like these wide shots of just Gotham's bombs going off. And one football player is running, just running down the field as the pitch is exploding behind him. Insane. Looks awesome. He got the touchdown, though. He scored. And he he's scored. like, he goes to turn around and be like, he's hey. Like, hey uh, oh. He was so in the moment. Yeah, damn. Uh, yeah, obviously, they're using, like, C- uh, CGI effects yeah. with this. But, like, it, it looks, looks great. insane, the fact that they're... they're it, this is a terrorist attack, by the way. It is. We've been talking about the Joker from Jack Nicholson's Joker. We talked about the Penguin's plan was to steal babies. What did we talk about? The Riddler's plan and Two Faces' plan didn't make any sense I in that movie. Remember. Yeah, I don't did even they know. Have one? Yeah, oh, stealing the brain waves from people. Oh fuck! <laughs> right, that's what it was. Mister Freeze wanted to freeze. He wanted the ice. ice Age, right? Yeah, those are all pretty solid plans. But this is straight up a terrorist attack. It's a terrorist. This is like not no joke. This is terrorism. I'm taking over this city. <laughs> yeah, fuck. Um, the bridges are exploding as well. That's a great shot. All the bridges connecting yeah. the city to everywhere else. Yeah, this is clearly where it's like New York, like showing that Gotham is the size of New York. Yeah. The, the, the bridges are all exploding. Yeah. And the cops are getting trapped in the tunnels. So all of Gotham's police who are like running to get to these bombs are now trapped underground. How so funny is no that? Police force. <laughs> They're like, hey, we, how many cops we got in the city? Because now they believe that there's this underground thing before mm-hmm. this bomb goes off. So they convince they, they, the, 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 the chief. He's like, all right, we got like 3,000 cops, give or take. We're going to send all of them. All of them. Under this tunnel, and now except for Joseph Gordon-Levitt, he yeah. can stay, and Gordon, and Gordon, and a few other guys. The rest—that's yeah. all we need. Yeah. Just these these four guys. So they they get stuck, which is uh, unfortunate for the city of Gotham because three thousand cops and they're all underground. This for me is where the film steps it up a gear and moves into more of a epic. Yes, um, we're going into more of a war film. This is No Man's Land. You this know? is the, where they take right. from that comic where it's like, okay, now it's free for all. And Bane has achieved more than any Batman villain ever has. As you said, this is a straight on terrorist attack. Yeah. This is bigger than anything the Joker managed, yeah. I'd say. I mean, well, yeah, he's got a stadium full of these people. He's got a stadium, he's taken people. control He's of already the killed a bunch of people. Yeah. Uh, yeah. He, he, he cuts a promo, obviously, on Yeah, on he comes out. This is the jacket, the, the kind of fur-trimmed Dean Ambrose yeah. jacket. And he says that he's, he cuts this big speech uh, saying that he's, he tells people to take control of your city um, and it's going to be just mayhem now. Yeah, he then gets the doctor out there. He's like, hey, doc, please explain the, the bomb to everyone. And the doc goes, yeah, this is the bomb, da 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 Tell everyone how 
it can be turned off. Well, I'm the only one who can turn it off. Okay, cool. <laughs> Cracks his neck in front of the whole stadium. So everyone's screaming and stuff. So six mile radius blast this new yes. has. So yeah. that's pretty much enough to break the whole city, the island. Go home and hold your families close. Yeah, yeah he's, he's a mean guy. Martial law is in effect. Gotham is fucked. And Bruce is watching this in the pit. And he's like, oh man, uh, wish I was there. The president goes on... TV. Mm. Uh, so you're saying this was 2006. Teen? 16 it would have been. Yeah, so... This would have uh, been Trump. It's very interesting you bring Trump up because Trump once had a great speech where he borrowed a line from this Bane speech. Maybe the, inadvertently. Right. But uh, What la- line was it? Uh, oh, I had it. Fuck. Uh, something about... Um, <laughs> Uh, to you, the people, when Bane, like the, mm. the thing, and he continues on. So he, he's using it in the same, like, you people need, to, you, you trusted so and so, but you need to think. So people had compared. You need to think? Uh, so, 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 uh, someone compared, like, the two <laughs> right. lines, like, with what he said. I'll but, look it up. But in 2016 is, is our kayfabe storyline. I think so, because Dark Knight's 2008, yeah. isn't it? So let's assume it was. Uh, set in 2008. Yeah, so... Eight years on. So, yeah, yeah. I mean, the president, they show here briefly on, like, little clips and the FBI, CIA, everyone's... The Mm. the Pentagon, they're all trying to, like, realize what's going on and the president has to do, like, this speech. But it didn't look like Trump. No, no. And he says that, look, we don't negotiate with terrorists, uh, but we're realizing the realities of what's going Mm. on. Uh, Gotham City, we have not abandoned you. And... Blake asks Gordon, like, what, what, what does that mean? It means, it means we're on our own. <laughs> like, they've abandoned us. We're the on our own. The president does not care. Uh, the bridges are all being uh, manned by the military. And if one person crosses the bridge, they'll, they'll blow it up. So there's, there's no leave, leaving Gotham at all. Uh, Bane cuts another promo standing on a tank in this front is, of the city hall. Yeah, this is the one where he goes, to you, the people. And uh, Trump did the whole thing just doing it the same. Oh, boy. <laughs> Jesus. For you, to you, the people. And this is where Bane reads James Gordon's letter uh, announcing uh. his resignation and telling the truth about Harvey Dent. Um, so all these prisoners have been... Like, it's all false. Like, they, it was a false idol in Harvey. And, yeah. I mean, Bane's, like, basically saying, hey, look, uh, Harvey Dent was a liar. This whole thing was a lie. They've been hiding this secret for eight years when Dent was actually the best. Because he reads the whole thing and, yeah. and, and explains to everybody that Gordon lied. Uh, which, while Gordon and Blake are watching this at TV, like, being like, what? He's, he's pissed at Gordon. But Yeah, Blake seems genuinely kind of betrayed and hurt but here. Bane's like, oh, so this guy lied, so everyone else is technically, like, it's all a lie, too. It's like, well, no, those are still criminals, yeah. Bane. Sorry, Bane's yeah. logic is a little backwards, but I mean, he is, in fact, a terrorist. But so. it's more it's more like showing your own law aren't following yeah, these so why rules, do we? so do why it? we? Yeah. Um, yeah, and this scene between Blake and Gordon, I think, is awesome, because Oldman is trying to Sorry, uh, Gordon is trying to justify, like, look, I had to do this. And sometimes you've got to do shitty things. And uh, I just think he's great. Oh, man. Gary Oldman is so good. Like, again, like, the, it, this whole movie needs all these connecting pieces mm-hmm. to make it go so well. And, and we were praising Michael Caine and, and stuff. But, yeah, Gary Oldman, I, I always think of him in... 
uh, was he uh, Air Force One? I think he's the bad guy in this movie. Harrison Ford. Seen Leon? Leon? Oh yeah, the professional. He's, he's the bad. Yeah. Yeah, 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 he's yeah. The bad yeah. Guy yeah. Oh man, taking like, those pills. Uh, Fifth Element? Is he not in Fifth Element? Yeah, yeah. Um, dude, he's he, amazing. Wait, what's the one where he plays the the Rastafarian? Um, oh, with Christian Slater. Um, <sighs> did he win an Oscar? He, oh, he's Dracula too. Yeah, he's Dracula. Damn. <clears throat> he's been in some crazy things. He's been in a lot of things. Uh, he's that? filmed some things. True Romance. That's the film. I'm True Romance. Yeah. Yes. Mm. Oh, I need to rewatch that. I just rewatched uh, Natural Born Killers, and I'm like, man, isn't this so similar? And I, now I want to go back and rewatch that. Damn. Yeah. Like he's in RoboCop. What a remake of RoboCop. That doesn't sound too oh, good. Yeah. He's in a bunch, but like, like, did he ever win an Oscar? Because he. Definitely- I'm pretty. I. Think one Oscar, so, yeah, yeah. yeah. What, what was he? Good, he he definitely deserved it. What did he win for? He won for leading role in Darkest Hour, which is okay. what the uh, movie about Winston Churchill. So he plays right, Winston okay. Churchill. Oh, Tinker Taylor Soldier Spy as well. He's yeah, good. yeah, he was nominated for yeah. that one. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Blake is kind of disgusted by Gordon and says, "Your hands look pretty filthy to me, Commissioner." Uh, uh, I feel for Gordon. I do. Yeah, he's literally the main hero. And Gotham's been great for eight years, even if it was based on a lie. Yeah. It hasn't been crying. Yeah, come on. We start to see Gotham go to hell. There's riots, there's looting, there's public trials, uh, prisoners getting released. Yeah, he lets the prisoners out. Bane lets them out and then hands them guns as they leave prison. Like, here you go, start your new life. Go for it, free for all, no man's land. As Bane finishes his speech and goes, This great city! will endure yeah um he clearly heard, he's very shakespearean here well i mean he clearly was a fan of michael Caine in the last movie when bruce asked uh <laughs> alfred what what should i do endure endure so it's a callback to that as well but yeah uh this this is when anarchy this is scary like anyone's can do anyone can do anything they go into people's houses people are getting robbed looted just it's all anarchy there's no there's no law yeah so it's pretty nuts great visuals Back in the pit, Bruce is with his new mates down there. And one of them is like, look, right, Bruce, we've got to fix your back. <laughs> we should probably start by fixing your back. You've got to get your back back. And as we're fixing your back, let's tell you a bit more backstory about Bane. Sorry, what story? <laughs> backstory? Like, this is where he fixes him. Yeah. This is literally... So he ties like a noose rope around his back. waist, yeah. like holding up under the armpits. He's holding him up and he's going, right, well, there was this... Bane was beaten up as a kid. Crack. Uh, crack. Um, and uh, by these other prisoners. And the doctor tried to fix him, but kind of fucked him up further. And he'd always be in pain unless he wears this mask. The mask keeps the pain at bay. He almost, he's almost telling Bruce a broken telephone version of the story. Yeah. He really could have helped Bruce out by telling him the full story. The story. But someone else in the pit says something in a language Bruce doesn't know. And is like, oh, uh, I shouldn't be... I shouldn't be bad-mouthing Bane considering he pays us to make sure you don't die. Yeah, like that's we're here we're... to keep you alive. But then he's helping him with his back. So it's like, all right. He also says that his back technically wasn't broken, but uh, vertebrae has to be put back. So it's I don't know. Like displaced? Yeah, yeah, so I don't know enough technically. Because six months, if you I'm have... sure it's completely medically accurate. Yeah. Bruce is like, I just need to get to my guy somewhere else who will put the st- stem cell stuff in yeah. my back. I'll be fine. Uh, he tells him about this mercenary who fell in love with a warlord's daughter and the mercenary was sentenced to the pit, but then uh, he was actually exiled and the daughter had traded her place for him. Um, 
so he went uh and the 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 mercenary's child sorry the the daughter was then pregnant and gave birth to the mercenary's child in this pit and one day that door was left open and the girl was attacked and the child was taken away and saved by uh this unknown person hero. in the pit this hero. there was a hero that saved bane and bane's the one who like made the jump and got out and of got it. out of there so bruce is like oh so 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 again like you're right there is no timestamps because it's it's cutting back and forth to what's going on in gotham and they're telling you like time now is going on like weeks go by time mm-hmm. is going by so he's his back is slowly healing. He's drinking some some miso soup or something. He's doing in a press bowl. ups, yeah, sit ups, yeah, all that stuff, and tries to climb. He looks great. He looked better than he did at the beginning of the film. Yeah, yeah, he does because he's re- he's rehabbing, bat rehab, but, but he, he fails. Well, as he uh, he's there in the after his back gets kind of hit, he he sort of passes out and sees Ra's al Ghul, um, who tells Bruce that I told you I was immortal. And Bruce realizes that Raz was perhaps the the mercenary from the story, and that Bane is his child, is the child of Raz Al Ghul. Um, but he wakes up, and now now he's able to stand, and he's starting to look good. And this he gets a bit of a rocky training montage as he's he's working out and I getting did, back into shape. Yeah, I did remember when the, it leaked that Liam Neeson had filmed something yeah. and people were like, "Oh shit, is he alive?" because you never saw the body. And it's like, "Well, no, he's pretty we're pretty sure he's dead because that subway crash we talked about in the Batman Begins, he's dead." So, this was a way of Nolan kind of doing a nod to the comics because I believe Ra's al Ghul is immortal okay. in the comics. He's spiritual. The, the Lazarus Pit keeps him alive and all that sort okay. of stuff. So, here having him as a hallucination, it's like, yeah, the the spirit of Raz al Ghul lives on and he is immortal. So it's 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 right. having the character of Raz work in Nolan's more realistic world. Bruce is tripping balls and, yeah, and exactly. put, trying to put pieces together, so he is kind of seeing this this Raz al Ghul stand. Liam Neeson just hanging around. He's yep. like, Bruce, Bruce, I have a particular set of skills. <laughs> You need he's them to get out of the again here as yeah, well, like need, Star Wars. You need to get. Oh yeah, true. Yeah, he's just always going to be ghosts. Yes. Yeah. Uh, but Bruce fails on his first attempt to jump, this and, is... he's, and he's like, "Yeah, but a child did it. Like a child did it, so he's, I can do it." He's like, "Hey, man, uh, you you just told me a story about a kid jumping out of this pit, climbing out of this pit. So I tried and I and I fell. So like, what what the hell, man? Like a kid did it. You said a kid did it. Why can't I do it?" And the guy's like, white privilege, bro. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you grew up privileged. He's like, who's born here? You were born a billionaire. <laughs> yeah, you were literally born Bruce Wayne. So that's why you can't climb up your yeah. asshole. So you got to train. Uh, Gordon and Blake are trying to free the cops that are trapped under these tunnels. And they have this captain and some more men try and join them. And they put together a plan where they're going to take out the mercenaries and blow up these tunnels. It's like underground cops, mm. like this group of secret cops yes. getting together. Not all cops, but these secret cops. Uh, Fox reveals that the, the reactor has 23 days just to kind of timestamp us. So like a few months. it's going to blow up. Yeah, more months have per- surpassed now. With more like winter time. Um, and he needs to get uh, the the core back to the reactor to stabilize it. That's the only way he can think of stopping this thing from going off. Uh, Bane and his men attack and kill all these new men that are helping them, kills the captain, and then hangs them on the bridge so everyone can see. 
Like, if you're trying to be a cop or a hero, yeah. we kill heroes here. Justice is served. And Bruce is watching this on the TV in his pit. Like, oh, man. He's trying to get the, the Jays game on. He's smacking the TV. And he's like, oh, no, the news is back on. And cops dying. So back at the pit, uh, one of the, I think it's the blind man, tells Bruce that fear will stop you from escaping. Fear is why you fail. Fear is why you fail. And he goes, I'm not afraid. I'm angry. And they build it up. You have another training montage. The music swells, builds up for Bruce. He puts his thing on, yep. his bungee jump cord thing. He's going to jump, but he fails again. We get a little flash of young Bruce being lifted out of the well by yeah. his father Bruce. when he was a kid. And this is when the blind man tells him that he should fear because it's fear that keeps us alive. If you, if you know you'll survive from a fall, are you really going to make it? Whereas... If you know your life depends us on it, that's what drives you. And Bruce says he is afraid. He's afraid of dying in here while his city burns. So the man tells him, well, then you need to do it right now. But do it like the child did without a rope. Ah. And that's when they start chanting. He goes, yo, what's, what are they chanting over there? It means rise. Yes. I love this, this bit, this chanting thing. Uh, I saw, obviously, looking it up, it's Deshi Deshi Basara Basara, which is Moroccan, apparently. So, sort of close to something along the lines of rise. Rise, rise and, and, Yeah, and stuff. Yeah. So uh, the, the use of it in this movie is great. And then Hans was like, that sounds sick. Let me, let, me, let me take a crack at that. And then uses it, incorporates it into the music. It sounds awesome. Like, what, dude? Yeah, again, Hans is definitely another character in this movie. And part of the... I, I'm sure he had his hands on helping with the chant and all this stuff. But oh, the chant sure. is crazy. I, I always think of this. Rise. And it, this scene gets better and better as he's climbing. The music's swelling. The chants are kind of getting louder and louder. And just as he's about to jump, Bats fly out of the wall, yeah, and it's it's such a it's almost a, a scare jump this bit because you're like whoa because he was about to go, but it's also the Batman is rising, right? And the music starts to swell to the wow, and he leaps, he goes silent, and he makes it. You yeah. did it. You did it. Yeah, pretty sweet. It, it's built up like this whole thing, and the sound is so wild and such a good thing. And again, the use of like the pause of it is is awesome. And there's a rope just at the top, so he throws it down. So has he helped all these guys escape? As well? uh, maybe. I hope. And then they're like, "Oh, we're actually criminals too." Uh, yeah, <laughs> that's why we're in this. Place. I like that when uh, supposed Bane escapes, he's like, "Nah, fuck him." <laughs> I'm leaving the rope up here. Well, yeah, yeah. I mean, that would be the, the case. But to be fair, he had gripes with a lot of those. Prisoners. Yeah, yeah. I, I I love that the Dark Knight rises is the whole thing of the mo- the name of the movie, and he literally does that this here. Is so it. yeah, I, I love the whole theme of the movie is, is rise. Like no matter what is thrown at you, you 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 can't give up. Mm. Uh, essentially, is is the moral of the story, and it is a, is a fantastic moral. And then Bruce just manages to get to Gotham. Don't question it. <laughs> Broke Bruce, who's been living in a pit in the middle of nowhere, just just gets back to Gotham. All right. Which all the all the bridges are blown up, and there's no way into Gotham. But he's broke Bruce Wayne. He don't question it. Don't question it. It's yeah. fine. Okay. It's yeah. Fine. What are the theories here? It's how fine. did how did he do this? So <laughs> the bridges are all fucked up. Mm. No one is allowed to cross any bridges that aren't blown up. And if they do, they they will be like the bomb will go off. Is what Bane's mm. ordered. 
So all these outside interference, the government, the army can't get in. Mm. Batman is in Morocco, poor, because he, he's broke. All he knows is that he's got his cave with his shit in it, that he, if he just gets to it, like he'll be all right, because he's got his stash of bat stuff. But he's got to get to there. How does he do this? What do you do in this situation? Do you not want to know my theory? What is your theory? It's the prestige. Like he's got magic. He's got a double. <laughs> oh, right. Okay, yeah. One of them's in love with Selena Kyle. The yeah. other's in love with Miranda Tate. Right. Uh, <laughs> I mean, he's, maybe he's taking the visuals trick from Ra's al Ghul. Yeah. I don't know. They, okay. they just, this is, this is one of the big plot, plot holes that bugs me. I love this film. Okay, hold on. I'm let's, always like, ah. Let's think about it, though. Batman is a smart guy. And he is trained in these Ninja League of Shadows type things. So he's smarter than everyone. And even though he's lost his money, rich people know what, know what they're doing with money. They hide money. He, okay. has, he probably has got connections. He's probably got a phone number. He gets to the closest phone that he can get to and call someone who's like, yeah, here's your secret bank account access of five mil that he's got like secret. Like he's Bruce. Like he's probably got places set up all over the world. Who's helping it? Yeah, Fox is captured right now. Well, no one's got to help him. He's just got to be like, "Hey, I got. got he's got to access his money, and is where someone, someone, somewhere will access." Because it, again, it doesn't say how long time a lot. He shows up, and it's like, "Oh, more now." There's only tomorrow, so, so it's like there's two week gap there. Yeah, there is because this is yeah twenty three days. We're really breaking this down, but we're well, the realism the, well, here. Well, we should. We, we should. need to. This he, is the uh, <laughs> this is the thing that bugs me. Yeah, because um, like he, there's a two week window there. So so he gets back with about a day left. Right? Yeah. So, yeah, you're two talking weeks. two weeks. Because Lucius was just saying, like, hey, 15 days or something. Yeah. So, two weeks. Tw- 23 days, he said. Oh, yeah. so more than that. It's like 20, yeah, 22 days. Almost yeah. three weeks. I know that, like, someone as rich as him, he's got ideas of where to put money and stuff like that. Uh, there's a few actors in this movie, cameos and stuff from um, the show Prison Break. Okay, yeah, the, the prison warden is yeah, the prison is actually the warden in prison, prison break, break which yes. is weird. One of the cops is also one of the evil like cops or something like that too. But maybe he's got something like planned like in prison break, they the guy plans out like, well, if I am free, then I need places of stashed money, stashed guns, stashed things. So maybe Morocco Alfred telling him about the pit earlier. He's like, "Ah, maybe just in case, just in case maybe. you're giving me the heads up." That's a stretch. <laughs> <laughs> maybe I'll put something over there. He didn't ever think he was going to end up in this pit. He just thought he was going to die. So maybe, I, I bet you he's got backup plans where someone could could help him out. Like money, what, all he needs is money and that's it. You don't need passports if you got millions of dollars. Like, you know what I mean? So he's got to have had access to get to somewhere where he could get to his bat. Because then how is he even going to fly into Gotham? His bat's parked in Gotham. So like, how did he get here? How? There's- did he swim? Well, he, we don't see the bat boat in it's this movie. As well, but they could have shown the bat boat. Maybe that could have like helped. Does he have teleportation? He, yeah, he probably uh, he probably did some cash in hand work on like a boat doing trade, right? Like working as a deck hand or something. Well, like no, that. he just pays them. He's got all this money. No, he doesn't I, have money. But I assume he instantly gets access to money. I don't. I don't know if he's finding money so easily. I in think this he does. Desert. No, I think. Uh, I think once he got out, he goes to the nearest town. And his house has... I, I reckon he's doing trade. Like, gets on a boat that's doing trade between there and okay. the US. Then he gets into the US. He got then, Aquaman to then help Then when him. he's in the US, people are going to recognize him as Bruce Wayne. Uh, and he can mm. then access some funds. 
I feel like if I'm this crazy rich person, I'm going to have so many things hidden secretly, like just in case. Mm. And like, I feel like there's something over in Europe that he had like set, like maybe. He's he's not in Europe. Possible. Like he's close enough. (laughs) In Morocco. (laughs) I feel like there's ways that he could have done this. He also is very slick. So like, yeah, maybe he does have a bat suit in like other parts of the world or he called his friends from the Justice League to help him out. or I, I don't know how he got there, but it was 28 days, 27 days? It was 23 days. So it, it, it takes him about 22 days to get back. So two, three weeks. It's doable if you're Batman. Not doable for us, but mm. doable if you're Batman. So maybe he, f- he flew Porter. This is like they should like just do an episode of TV, which is just filling in this gap. Plot. I'd see it. How does... Do a whole series like on it. How does Batman just, on just this bit from <laughs> Dark Knight he do? Hey, they did uh, Rogue One, which is, yeah, so why did the Death Star build this hole <laughs> that if you blow it up, it just explodes? This is true. Let's make a film about it. This is true. This could potentially, there's a plot hole here of how did he get from Morocco as a poor man to Gotham, which was isolated from the rest of the country and the world, but somehow he got there and manages to go back to his cave to get all his stuff, including the thing for Selina Kyle that he shows up here and goes, oh, hey, do you need this thing? Because I have it right here. I just almost died and escaped a pit, but I have this thing for you. Yeah. It's like, what? <laughs> yeah, it's, it's odd. Um, we just broke that down. We did. Depth. We did. And we still don't I, have I want to an know answer. what you guys think. At Up Next Podcast, know. what is the theories? Like, I can watch YouTube videos and go off, but, like, no, I want your theories. Absolutely. On this. Yeah. Uh, we see one of these public trials. Um, Crane, Dr. Crane, the scarecrow, is back for his third, third film. He's one of the recurring ones. Nice. Good nice for little him. cameo. And uh, he's, he says this isn't a, uh, a, like a, a trial, this is a sentencing. You've mm. already been found guilty. Uh, this is to Striver, who's one of Daggett's men. And says, I give you the choice. It's either exile or death. So Striver chooses exile. So he's exiled to walk across. The way of leaving Gotham is by walking across the frozen lake, the f- frozen river. Yeah, this is with Gordon too, right? No, no, no. Not, this not is with Striver at this right. point, and he falls and dies. Uh, so we see that it's it's death or death uh-oh. is the is the offer. Um, Gordon then tries to get one of his old cop mates to help. He's like, come on, man. He's like, nah, like, people hate cops right now. I ain't going in the streets dressed yeah. as a cop. Wow. He's like, well, the city's gonna explode tomorrow and they won't, you'll be dead. Hope so, you're happy. So just come and help me dickhead and he's like no nah, i'm gonna hang with my kids yeah it's like fair enough yeah like your family left you what are you fighting for like i'm fighting for my kids i don't know yeah it's they're showing everyone's kind of uh torn. everyone's torn yeah uh so miranda tate just goes look gordon i'll help you out i'll help you we can do it um that's where we see bruce return to selena and uh tells her that I need help finding Lucius Fox. I need Lucius Fox. Here's the thing you've been looking for. I'll give you that. Clean slate. And you can help me. She did look like concerned. Like, oh, I thought they killed you. But she could have been a bit more. Uh... And he's also she like. She puts up a mask. She's like, also she... like, oh, it's okay. I'm over it. You, you, you made a mistake is what he says. There's more to you. I know there's more to you. Well, I think it is. Like, she's always putting up a front. 
like yeah. holding like what she's actually feeling. Yeah. Uh, Gordon now gets caught by the mercenaries and is, is sentenced by Crane to death by exile. Uh, Bruce is deliberately captured so he can be taken to Fox and Tate. Um, and as a lot of Bane's men think Selena Kyle's still working for Bane, she manages to get in and help them all escape. So now Fox, Bruce and Tate are out and Fox gives Bruce like this EMP cannon thing, which will basically block the, the trigger for this bomb. Because Bane has said that uh, there's a civilian out there who has the trigger. Right. That will just some some it. civilian he's chosen, handpicked a regular civilian that has the trigger that can blow it up. Mm. Which is fucked, but yeah. And this is where Fox makes mention again that there's no autopilot in the in the bat. Right. So they're going to fly around to try and like block this trigger that might go off. Um, Blake is still trying to get all the police out from these tunnels. Um, and then we've got these mercenaries who are taken out as, uh, sorry, Gordon uh, sentenced to death walking across He's the like, ice. I'm not walking on the ice. And then they're like, we're going to shoot you yeah. if you don't. So he starts to walk on the ice. He starts to walk on the ice when Batman takes them all out with batarangs and stuff. He's got poison... Poison darts? darts? Yeah. Oh, I forgot about these and my bat scores. Maybe I got to redo my oh. bat scores. Because, yeah, he's got poison bat darts that look like the little logo of the movie, the little bat. Yeah. He throws them at someone and then they go, and they, they drop. They just pass out. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty awesome. And then Batman throws Gordon a flare and he's I- like, light it up. So then we see <laughs> Batman's there. And I'm thinking, the whole thing is this ice can break. Yeah. And now you're just throwing fire around on the ice. And... Just casually, stand, like, get off the ice, guys. Why are we having yeah. this conversation on the ice? I also just like hearing Batman. So he throws him, uh, like, a, one of those flares. Flare, yeah. And, and Gordon realizes it's him and is like, oh, my God, you're alive. And Batman's first thing is, like, one of my favorite things that I usually say every day. Light it up. Light it up. <laughs> so he does. So Gordon throws the flare on the ice to like a fuse. So we got what, a day before this bomb right? goes off? So okay. Batman goes, you know, it would be a good idea is I'm going to spend more time making my logo dressed up in gas on this bridge. You know what? You asked if there were, uh, you said maybe there's other channels on that TV. Right. He was watching Art Attack on the other channel. And he's <laughs> like, I've got to do my big Art Attack. Come back in Gotham, guys. Yeah. What is he doing? Wasting his time. I mean, it looks cool. Yeah. But yeah, he lights it up and there's a massive fire bat on the bridge that... Fuck yeah, fire stop bat. Stop wasting time. It's like... Get off the ice before you die. My my mom always uh, would, would watch the movie uh, The Mask of Zorro. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and Zorro does that in that movie. Lights up a... He lights big, up his logo, right, the Z. Yeah. That, that, that's his calling card. And this is very... Nolan really must love that movie. To, to put this in here, but another kind of like head scratching, like, well, wait a second, Batman, like that's just doing more, destru- more wasting time and destruction. Like we should probably sort this nuke out, but instead you're like, hold on, I got to get my logo up there. Got to make sure everyone knows it's me. Yeah. <laughs> and everyone does know it's him. Yeah. Batman's back and people, Even, are, people are losing their shit. Yeah. Bane knows it too. He's Bane like, is like, oh. I don't believe it. That's yeah. not possible. Um, not possible. Batman then saves Blake, who's going to be killed by some bad guys. And, he tells him, you have to wear a mask to protect the ones you care about. Uh, and then blows up the tunnel with the bat, uh, allowing the 3,000 cops to, to escape. 
So now we now we've got a bit of an army. Yeah, we've got so a bit of an army going on. The cops are are freed, mm. and Batman tells Catwoman, Selina, like, "Hey, uh, I've given you the clean slate. Take the bat bike. Go clear this other tunnel thing. Like, help us out. That's all I need from you." Mm. And you can help. And she's like, that's all I'm going to do. I'm going to fuck off after that. Yeah, sorry, I'm leaving because I don't think you're going to do a good job. No one believes in Batman yeah. this whole movie. <laughs> she tries to convince him to come with her. She goes, Let's fuck you've off. done enough for this city. Live your life. Like, we can go. We can get out of here. You've given them everything. Not everything. Not yet. yet. <laughs> so the police are now out of the tunnel and we see... Gordon's mate that he was trying to convince to come out earlier, he's now leading the charge. He right. had a change of heart. Babyface turned from this guy. And he says, there's only one police in this town. And they're going to take Gotham back from these mercenaries as they're marching towards the bad guys. And the bad Bane gives the order to open fire when the bat flies in to protect them. And they charge. Char- it's a battle. Gangs in New York here. It is. I'm getting Lord of the Rings vibes. Just yeah, two everyone, armies going at it. Yeah, it's definitely like two towers there yeah. where they're going at it. Yeah, that's true. Now there's just this full-on fight in the street and Batman and Bane see each other. They're staring each other down and they fight. Uh, everyone now is trying to ex- execute their plans. There's Fox at the reactor. There's um, there's the, the EMP cannon thing there's blake running around with the police like it's chaos so many plans going around all these fights in the streets and the punch up here between bane and batman is is great batman looks better than he was before there are these awesome and i always remember for some reason this bit as they're fighting outside of i guess city hall or whatever it is bane does these really quick body shots to batman that looks fantastic yeah i remember when the pictures leaked it was memed uh, when early days in 2012 of memes, I guess, because it looks when he's doing that, it looks like they're dancing. They're dancing. <laughs> so it looked like they're having a grand old time. I think there are shots of them like chilling. Yeah, on yeah, set there is as well. Where it just looks so weird. Yeah, it's so funny. So yeah, it's winter, so it's snowing during this fight as well. And you see Batman get one shot, and it it kind of busts one of the the like tubes on Bane's mask. And now I don't know if you noticed, but Bane's fighting starts to get a bit wilder he's like swinging his arms more he's not as precise as he was before and batman is now taking over he's breaking more of these vessels uh, on his face as bane is just like staggering yeah and losing it from this point on han zimmer goes off oh yeah like from the rest of the movie from this fight scene he's like mixing in all the different motifs from like yeah. all, like all these bat things and then like the crazy like wind up fighting like hands was like here hands just go just show us like you didn't he didn't need to go that hard but I he think did. it's the same in dark knight where hands kind of provides this um intensity and almost anxiety filled music because sure. right from the opening scene it's the it's that like noise that just plays mm, and they do it in dark like night fan. that really like uh, yeah and it just puts you slightly on edge throughout the film and as you say it's building up and up and everything's coming crashing together Batman's yelling, where's the trigger? Tell me where the trigger is. Then you have my permission to die. Uh, He's whooping his ass. And Bane's just there. And he realizes that, like, he's broken Batman. Batman doesn't kill. Bane goes, I broke you. And Bane's Bane's like, uh, Batman's going, I escaped just like you did. 
And you weren't the only one that escaped. You were the child. And Bane goes, I didn't escape. And Miranda Tate stabs Batman in the back. He's not the child. I was. I was the child of Ra's al Ghul. I am Talia al Ghul. And she reveals that she has the trigger. And Bane was actually her protector. She was the child and Bane was the one who protected her. And for protecting her, he got beaten up. And that's why he had the mask. So as you said, it was broken telephone a bit going on. And the League of Shadows then took in Bane and trained him. But Raz only saw a monster and excommunicated him. The only crime was that he loved her. And you see Bane is crying. As oh. he's, I assume the pain is just taking over his body as oh, well. Oh, I thought he realized that uh, part of the plan was that she had to smash Bruce. So I, <laughs> he, he was just figuring that out. Right True. There. <laughs> and she says, I honor my father for finishing his work. And she clicks the detonator, but it doesn't go off because uh-uh. of the EMP cannon. And she goes, well, it's going to go off in 11 minutes anyway. So uh-huh. you've just bought yourself 11 minutes extra time. And that's when Catwoman, Selina Kyle, comes in for the save. She didn't leave after all. Oh, I knew she wouldn't leave. She shoots Bane. She shoots Bane. Because Bane is like, told, she, she leaves, Talia leaves Bane and is like, all right, don't kill him. You're going to have to be the sacrifice Bane here. You're going to be that guy now. Mm-hmm. You're the mercenary. You're going to take the fall and die. But you're going to point this gun to Batman's head and make sure he dies too so he can watch and feel this thing. But then as soon as she leaves, he's like, Nah, I'll, you, can, you can pretend you saw it. I just want to kill you because I need to be the one to kill you. Mm. And as this happens is when she comes Selena in. Selena comes in. Yeah, great, great. Like, he, he's, it shows that he, he's more evil. He just wanted to be the one to, like, hurt and this guy. Batman, but yeah. she shoots him up and that's it. He's dead just like that. <laughs> is it anticlimactic? I guess. But then she, she turns, Batman's like, thank God. Like, like, I, think it's, I think it's a great save because... Yeah. Like, Selena's been terrified of this man throughout the whole thing. Yeah. And she said she was leaving. She's showing she does care. She has come for the save. I think... I think leaving Talia as then the final villain is a bit of an anticlimax. Yeah, that is that is fair. That is fair. Um, but good, like, final moment where you're seeing Bane kind of crying as well. Yeah, the acting there without even saying anything in some of the, the stuff with a mask on is definitely mm. hard to, to get across. And he did a good job. I like when Anne Hathaway here, or Catwoman, says, yeah, that whole no guns thing, I don't feel as strongly as you do. Because yeah. she just shot up Bane. And he's probably like, yeah, it's all fair right. Enough, call, fair enough. Call. At that point, yeah. yeah. Uh, Blake is trying to get all the kids from the orphanage out of the city. But these cops are blocking the way. And they've got their orders that no one's to step foot or they'll blow up the bridge. And ba- uh, Blake tries to reason with them and is like, come on, guys. Uh, and sure enough, they blow up the bridge, and he he's mad. He calls them sons of bitches and idiots. <laughs> and yeah, so the the way to escape is now no more. Batman is in the bat giving chase to Talia. There's five minutes left on the clock before the bomb's going to go off. Um, this whole chase is pretty nuts. There's like lorries just flipping and yeah. crashing into shit. <laughs> Nolan loves flipping trucks more than Nolan. <laughs> yeah, like like he's just like. Flipping these things, uh, there's there's so many car crashes and everything. It's getting like even more insane here. Um, and Talia ends up yeah, they blow it. up her truck, and Talia is dying. 
and she says that like she's always got a plan so she's triggered the emergency flood which is to flood where the reactor is which was the thing the only thing that was going to stabilize this bomb um so poor lucius is trying to not get drowned here as he's climbing up on this reactor she says there is no way this bomb will not go off um back to blake with these kids He's like, right, guys, get in the bus. You're all going to be fine. It's all going to be in the fine. We're far enough from the radius of the bomb. Get in. And the, like, sort of guy runs the orphanage. It's like, yo, are you mad? Like, we're all going to die. And Blake's going, yeah, you want these kids to die with no hope? And he's saying this really loudly as these kids are just walking past. We're we're going to die? Sorry, what did you say, sir? (laughs) (laughs) So Batman realizes there's only one thing he can do to save the day. He's got to fly the bomb away. Selena's reasoning with him. It's like, can't you just uh, set it to autopilot? And he goes, yeah, there's no fucking autopilot in this yeah, thing. Thanks, Fox. Oh. Selena kisses him goodbye. Um, Gordon is saying, look, the world should know who the Batman is. Like if They're wasting so much time. You're going to die. We need to know. <laughs> this is like two minutes. And he's like, hold on, I gotta mac out with this chick in the cat suit, because, like, when am I gonna get a chance to do that? And he's like, thanks, babe, nice to meet you. Hey, uh, Gordon, uh, let's talk for a second. We got a lot of history here. Let's talk for another minute while this thing's still going. And Gordon's like, look, I don't want to know who you are, but tell me who you are. (laughs) Fucking tell me who you are. So he goes, a hero can be someone who puts his coat around a little boy's shoulders to assure him the world hasn't ended. And Gordon has a flashback to him comforting a young Bruce Wayne. And he's like, oh, it was, it was Bruce? It's like, dude, finally! How have you not worked this out yet? Huh. Wow, um, that's wild. So Batman then gets in the bat, flies off, is flying away over the, the ocean, and the bomb goes off. Batman is dead. Yes, yeah, so... But Gotham is saved. He flies approximately six miles out into the ocean uh a lot of fish died yeah but he saved gotham so i mean like sorry uh but sorry salmon yeah like the people were more important yeah unfortunately uh but it does cut to him like in the suit kind of pausing for a second like uh, he has almost like a smile. It's almost like I'm doing the right thing. Yeah, I am the hero. Like I'm ha- like he's he's almost content. He made it. He made it. It's it's great. I I love this. Like yeah. Batman sacrificing himself for Gotham. Um, and we cut to the funeral where uh, Commissioner Gordon's there reading like the eulogy. I think he's reading like a poem for for Bruce. This is Bruce Wayne's funeral, and Michael Caine. Comes back. Fucking fantastic here. He's sobbing and saying, I failed you. You trusted me and I failed you. Oh, man. Um, yeah, he's great. Uh, Blake has quit the force. He's had enough. He's, he's got another plan. And um, Lucius Fox is like now kind of cleaning up the mess because Bane's like goons were using all their tanks and all their that's stuff. That's right, like, yeah. In the, they in stole the armory. Armory of all Batman's like gear essentially and stuff so lucius is kind of fixing up these things and he's talking to these these scientist people and they're like oh sir it looks like you did end up fixing that autopilot Mm. on that thing and he's like what no i didn't oh well it says mr bruce wayne did it six Hmm. months ago Hmm. yeah um you get to see 
like people were left when Bruce dies. What's the you get left with the will, like all the stuff you get yes. owed. So someone's got to. There's a package. So Alfred's pretty much got everything, but Bruce, like Wayne Manor, has yeah. been turned into like the the orphanage for the boys, um, and Blake has got this this like ski jump a uh, scuba jumping it's a pack, pack with like it's got like uh rope things to go down mm. like yeah cave diving essentially with like these lights and stuff and directions cave diving that's the word yeah cave diving and like uh directions on where this is so yeah. he's kind of like all right so and when he's given this package the lady's like oh i don't know why you don't use your full name it's nice here you go robin Mm-mm. what um Gordon says, we will know who saved the city. It was the Batman. As there's the unveiling of the Batman tribute, the Batman statue. And I mentioned at the beginning that there's a tribute to Heath Ledger in this. And it pans out and you've got the kind of unveiling of it. And it's in the shape of the Joker face. Oh, okay. That's the the only nod. They're doing the tribute to Batman, but this is the tribute to Heath. Gotcha, gotcha. Which is pretty nice. I only... For some reason, it just popped up in an article like last week. And I go, oh, and I'm doing this film next yeah, week. Yeah, interesting. Uh, kind of interesting. Um, so Robin is now finding the Batcave. Great scene where he's, he's cave diving into this thing. He's like, what the fuck am I even doing here? What the hell? But he knew all along. So he's like, all right, I guess I'm going to see what's going on here. And the thing starts, again, starts to like... Lift up. Yeah, but not no, not quite yet because he's still like looking he's around. He's looking around. Bats are flying around. There's yeah. a waterfall. As it cuts... To Alfred in Florence, drinking his weird drink. It's Fernet. And then you see him look up and smile. And it cuts to Bruce Wayne with Selena Kyle, sat down, just enjoying life. And Alfred nods, smiles, salutes him with his glass. And it cuts to Robin, who's then just being raised as we cut to black. I say raise, like rising up in this You mean cave. he rises? Rises. Yeah, Robin take, rises. Assume he's going to be the new Batman. Yes. Um, As the credits roll. Yeah. Okay. This is something that's quite... This is like the spinning top in Inception. Yes. Um, did Batman fix the autopilot and jump out of this right. and survive and move and live happily ever after with Selina? In Florence, or is this another just dream from Alfred? Right, yeah. That's definitely, that's what we mentioned. The, the Inception kind of leans on the mm. similar things here, where it's like, uh, you could have also, what you could have just shown the camera showing someone, like, not showing Bruce. What, really do the spinning top? Like, he's about to turn around and yeah. it cuts to black? Yeah, yeah. Um. Yeah. I, I like it. You know he's not going to die. Like, you know he wasn't going to die. Like, I think it's still... They, they kind of, with learning about the autopilot, they kind of say he survived. Yeah. But I, I like kind of going, oh, did he, didn't he? Okay, well then, let's break down this theory. How the fuck... He had a minute. He's already in the sky. What's he got, an eject thing that sends him six miles away from the explosion? It showed well, him in the cabin, in the back. Yeah. That's Where was he going to go? What, is he safe underwater? I don't know. No. Exactly. No. <laughs> So he could be dead. <laughs> he should be dead. He should be. Unless he had ki- the same people that helped him in Morocco. Yeah. Chilling in the waters. Well, no, His that's... boat friends that you said. Yeah. <laughs> I like it. I like it, though, that it's open to interpretation. Sure, yeah. Um, I mean, I, well, I they kinda... show you he's alive. <laughs> 
No, I mean, I I see it kind of, it could be a bit of a, a yeah. dream okay. as well. I yeah. don't know. I'll tell you what a dream is. A dream is Gordon Levitt here becoming Batman Beyond in the next like trilogy of movies, but they didn't go with uh, that. It would have been cool uh, to continue with with Gordon Levitt here. So that leaves you to, to like, there. They turn Wayne Manor into an orphanage for young kids, and Robin takes over the grounds, essentially. He's going to become Batman, become this Robin, and become, like, the next superhero. So in this universe, you know Gotham's fine. Gotham's safe. Because they got this great got Joseph dude. Gordon-Levitt. Yeah, he's going to be helping them out with, uh, yeah, everything. So, yeah, everything is, like, leaves it perfectly. You never did need to retouch it. What did you think of the, the Robin line? Is it a bit on the nose? Ah, uh, yeah, everyone laughed in the theater. The thing is, I think if... If Robin's like real name wasn't Dick, yeah, they'd have gone with his real name, yeah. But like, I see why they just go with Robin because oh, you should use real name, yeah, Dick. <laughs> it's just not going to work as well. I yeah, I, I remember like even in 2012, I was younger, but like the 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 nose up, the nerdy comic book fans in us were yeah. like, well, wait a second, his name should be Dick Grayson. Yeah. So at least the girl should have went. Wait, sorry, you go by Blake. Uh, yeah, that's my middle name. Well, okay, Mr. Grayson. And then everyone went, ah! Yeah. To do Robin, when it's like, that's not even his real, like, yeah. Yeah, like, I, I agree. The thought was there. The, the idea was there. was there. And maybe Nolan's like, no, I don't want a fucking Robin Dick Grayson well, in my he, universe. Well, he always said he didn't want to, exactly. didn't want to do Robin. Exactly. So. so this was his way, like, all right, I've kind of done Robin. Yeah. So, um, yeah, you could have done, you could have done, you could have done it like that. But either way, it was still, it's still a good reveal. Also, it's just, he's a good actor. So the way he sells it is like, I would believe you as a Robin, as a Nightwing, as a Batman. Mm. That's, I, in another universe, there's a Batman Beyond series trilogy with Gordon Levitt. 100%. I mean, still, never say never. We're getting Michael Keaton back, you know? This is 100% true. This is totally true. After this one fails, we can maybe try and. <laughs> no, they got Battinson though. They do, yes. Yeah, but yes, that was the Dark Knight Rises. He rose, he rose, or maybe he died, possibly. Yeah. O- overall, on rewatch, I I feel kind of how I've always felt with this film. It's it's epic. I I kind of for some reason I compare it to Return of the King for because sure. They just it everything's heightened. Every they're taking stuff they've done in the previous films, but just made it bigger. Yeah, it's a bigger scale. It's more. Uh, just seeing Batman in daylight as well is kind of different for this film. There's a lot of Batman fighting in the day, whereas all the rest is him kind of in the at shadows night. at night. Um, the plot holes are pretty big. And <laughs> you do have to just go, don't ask questions. Don't, don't think about it. Don't think about it. And it's a way more enjoyable film when you do that. But knowing how... And he, he kind of went off with Tenet, but knowing how much of an attention to detail nolan is it's weird that there are these glaring plot holes right. in the film for me but it doesn't really take away my enjoyment too much i think it's a really epic film i think the whole cast is fantastic mm-hmm. everyone has their moment to shine fox has his moments gordon has his moments uh alfred has his moments um i think bane's fantastic i love anne hathaway in this film i I think she kind of steals the film for me a lot of the time. Right, okay. I think there's so much depth to her character. Um, I see. I think that's where we definitely disagree. Really? I feel like she, for me, is the 
is the plot hole for this movie. For really? Me. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Le- least favorite part of the movie is Anne Hathaway. Easily, How easily. She, again, you, you must, you hit it on the head. She's annoying. She's so annoying. Any movie I've watched her in, I cannot stand her. She pretty much plays the same, she plays, what's the movie she's famous for? The, the Devil Wears Prada? Mm. She, it's like, it's almost the same, it's like her, her boss is her when she's supposed to be her. It's, I don't know, it's, I, I, don't, I don't like her in this movie, and I don't know if you could have put someone in her position to do even as good as the job as she did in this, hmm. which is weird. So I think the character itself was kind of set up for these flaws, in my opinion. I, I don't see it flawed at all. Yeah. I, I feel they're really exploring, uh, which they haven't done on the screen before, um, that like she's conflicted with where she lies. She's kind of just fallen into this world where she's this cat burglar working for these bad, bad people. Uh, I definitely see in all her scenes the conflict within herself and trying to put up this front of just being cool and not bothered about right. anything. Um, I, I do think she's really good. And I, I, I think she's a good actor and I think she does add this depth to this character that yeah. I think uh, Pfeiffer, it's, it's fun. The costume's great. She looks hot. It's very 2D. Well, I mean, yeah, when they get the cat's lictor to bring her yeah. back to life and stuff. It's a very yeah. two-dimensional character for I, me. See, I think I find that, that about this as well, as her in this. I find mm-hmm. it's like, okay, you were just set up to, to like be shoehorned in in this way. But it was also Batman needs some friends here. Another moral of this movie is like everyone had someone to protect them. So you have Batman protects Gotham. Mm-hmm. Alfred protects Batman. Bane protected uh, Talia. Mm. Uh, Catwoman protected Batman as well. Like everyone always, you gotta have your friends. Yeah. Get by with your friends is another kind of reoccurring. Talia kind of sucks. Talia kind of sucks because yeah. So in the comics, Ra's al Ghul's daughter Talia, she's what is ma- magician. She's magic, right? right? She's kind of it's kind of a sweet. And she character. does have a relationship with Batman. Yeah, 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 yeah. And here they kind of do the swerve, which as a fan, when it happened, you're like, oh shit, that's mm. crazy. But yeah, a little anticlimactic with her, like. It should have been her getting shot up and Bane being the like sole villain, survivor, terrorist mm. plot. But she's the mastermind. It's like, all right, cool. Um, but yeah. It's the, just a bit cloak and dagger, the yeah, reveal. Yeah, I think. yeah. It's very, it's very Russo swerve, for, just for the swerve almost. But they kept it very private. Like, this did not leak no. out. Nolan. There were theories. Like, a lot of people were thinking that yeah. like, maybe she's yeah, yeah. Talia around. Especially when you watch it back. You're like, there's so many. Well, leaks. when you're seeing there's, uh, like... Liam Neeson back that the casting leaked of the young Ra's al Ghul yeah. and stuff you go okay maybe yeah, like oh Neeson. this child they kept pre- prepping you to make it think it was Bane in the hole when you're like alright yeah. well actually yeah uh, I, th- I think Anne Hathaway uh, going back to Anne Hathaway too like I, I'm not saying I, I think anyone in this role would have had the same kind of effect so I do think that like hey she did make the best out of it because out of all the, the stuff you mentioned some plot holes like the, the, the character of where she kind of comes into this, I guess, makes it work, but it, it is tough. Whereas Bane, clearly for me, is like the the stealing the show because he's got so much to go up against because the Joker was so colorful and, yeah. and out there. So now it's like, how do we come up with this? So maybe having two kind of side characters, side villains, because Catwoman's not I mean, a villain. I don't think she's a villain. She's not in a villain this film no. at all. Um, she's definitely yeah she's in the rogues gallery but she's right she's not the villain in here yeah um i like i like i do like as well i love the the costume because it is a cat burglar's costume and i love how the goggles flip up to make the yes, ears yes again they never call her Catwoman. right she doesn't get licked by cats that's or right anything. it is way better but you know it's way. Catwoman, but it's all very practical and makes sense why she's wearing this stuff yeah i mean it's no halle berry Catwoman. 
but it, it sure isn't. Uh, but it's it's still it's it's good. Uh, I I like um I like there's there's a joke throughout the movie too. The callback to the stock exchange. Uh, you mentioned the joke. Sorry, you mentioned the Joker thing. But there's a callback we missed when the stock exchange. These two like like asshole stock market dudes are getting their shoe shined, mm. and they're like, "Yeah, I'm, I put all my my eggs in one basket. I'm I'm betting on Wayne's uh, stocks dropping." And he's like, "The friend, it's like such a throwy thing." And the guy's like, "Well, like why?" And he's like, "I don't know. I just flipped a coin and decided." <laughs> it's like like a little like nod to that to, as well. Two face. Yeah, but Ed Hardy is Ed Hardy. Tom. Ed Hardy's the t-shirts. <laughs> Tom Hardy, like, in the jacket became, like, very iconic. And, like, it makes everyone want to go out and buy mm. that coat. Like, realistic. It's so cool. So I definitely think he delivers. And, and people will give it flack and make fun of the voice and stuff. But it's so iconic. It's cool. For for years, people will do this voice and yeah. uh, do this outfit and stuff. I think it really stands out. And give them credit for... You have to, how do you top the Joker? You can't. You literally can't. So the next best thing is go far serious. Go smart serious. This guy does have a plan. Obviously, the Joker has plans. Yeah, like, going to the Riddler here would have been too similar. Yeah, exactly. I, I think it was the perfect choice. Yeah. And tying it into the whole Ra's al Ghul story, which was Batman Begins. Right. And, I mean, to go to the Scream franchise, they always tell you that the third part is a callback to part one. It's true. So, yeah, they, yeah. they follow... The trilogy rules. Yeah, everyone hits. You're right. Like it's like they turn up everything from the last two fully. It's like Gordon, he's got to do so much more shit. He's a superhero on his own in this movie. You have the introduction of Robin or or Blake, who Levitt brings it as well. Like everything kind of falls into place that makes sense. Even that's why I can't even say that like Catwoman is bad because it definitely has its part. But like every little thing kind of makes sense. I guess the only real negatives are these, like, obvious It's flaws. getting back from the pit. That's, that's the big <laughs> one for me. And why are you wasting your time doing a big art attack, Neil Buchanan? Um, but, yeah, we, I know there were... And that was a lot of the criticisms when this came out. And yeah. you said it's, it's perhaps polarizing. That They were definitely conversations. But then I'm looking at kind of ratings online. And, like, it's on... It's 87% on Rotten Tomatoes with an audience score of 90%. Uh, IMDb, it's an 8.4 out of 10. Um, so it's, it's pretty, like, still highly, like, regarded film. And definitely not on the lower scale of these Batman films. By no, any means. no, not at all. Um, I, I know we will get into our Bat ratings and stuff. I know everyone praises The Dark Knight, but I, I honestly don't think this movie gets enough praise. I think a lot of people shit on this movie. Uh, simply because it wasn't that that movie, right? Mm. It's like it's sorry, then watch that movie. But this movie is still really good, in my opinion. I, I have not watched this one back as many times as I had The Dark Knight. And watching it back, I'm like, man, why are, why do people give it so much flack? Because it has it's front to back. It's almost three hours long, mm. two and two two hour forty four minutes long, and it manages to like not have any it fat. moves yeah. pretty much every scene feels important there's yeah. not too much you could really there, trim like there's this. a sum but like it makes sense in what's going on so yeah it is it it's it's basically nolan's like we got to finish it so we're going guns blazing yeah all out everything last movie we had trucks flipping and crazy chasings with the joker this time and and hospitals blowing up this time we got cities blowing up bridges blowing up multiple trucks flipping like he, he they went balls to the wall the Dark Knight Rised. And the story is all about rising. Like, mm. like people should literally take that into fruition. Of rise, above whole, <laughs> rise above hate. Rise above hate. Like, 
the whole story is like, hey, just because you're a guy who's really rich, sometimes we get our backs broken and you get thrown into a pit. But mm-hmm. if you try hard enough, maybe you'll get out. But the moral goes on because it's like when Gordon Levitt's telling those kids and the, the one guy's like, well, why are you giving them hope? He's like, well, like what? We're just going to stop? Like why yeah. would you just stop? And that's like kind of the moral of like life essentially. Like, well, like anyone can be like, you know what? Life sucks. Like fuck. Why are we even doing this? Do we even know why? Well, that's a stupid outlook. There's got to be hope. Yeah, exactly. So it is. Uh, it is, that does have that message. And the marking – thing they use for the, the the movie that like throughout the movie the kids are doing like do you think he'll be back the batman where they mark the chalk oh yeah of his signature or whatever i love that as well like it's such a cool thing i'm surprised people don't get that tattooed on them like mm. the shape of the bat kind of thing but yeah overall re-watching this movie years it's been years holds up this was a this was so much fun to watch yeah, well, yeah. shall we give our scores i guess so we have to the bat scale the Bat Scale, closing off the the Nolan verse, the Nolan Dark Knight universe. We were pretty high on the Dark Knight. We were. Just to remind you, let's run through it so far. Batman, three point five. This is a five star scale after okay. we do all our maths. Yeah. Batman, three point five. Batman Returns, three point two five. Mask of Phantasm, a four. Batman Forever, a three. Batman and Robin, two point five. Still pretty generous there. <laughs> Batman Begins. 4.25 and the dark knight 4.75 wow so wow wow well let's start with bruce wayne out of 10 bruce wayne out of 10 i mean he gets his back actually broken well sort of the vertebrae thing and then he's got to climb out of a pit and then somehow managed to get from morocco to gotham that's because that's not batman doing that mm. that's straight up bruce wayne doing that and in the time of all this shit going on, he manages to hook up with two baddies yeah. in this movie. So Bruce, generous, but you made, you saved the world. He literally saved the world. Mm-hmm. And you, he was going to kill himself to do it. Ten for Bruce. Because of that scene with Christian Bale and Michael Caine. He's Bruce in that scene. And it's, yeah. yeah. Uh, I think you get way more Bruce in this than maybe any of the Batman films. Yes. Screen time wise right. as Bruce Wayne. And he's got a real kind of... Uh, dilemma and emotional weight throughout the whole thing um, he's fantastic and yeah he fucking saved the world um, I went at 9.5 there you go what was the point five? you don't know how he got out of the pit it's yeah <laughs> yeah why being such a dick at the beginning of the film ah, yeah. 8 years will do that yeah. to you it was the beard didn't work for him <laughs> not my Bruce um, what about Batman yeah yeah, Batman, I'm kind of on the same thing. Like, he saves the world. He's Batman. He's, he's got to do everything. He's got to get his knees fixed. He's doing everything for the people. Uh, I went a nine for Batman. It's, it kind of goes hand in hand. I went nine as well, as yeah. you said. It kind of goes hand in hand. I think Bruce was maybe more interesting than Batman in this film. That's exactly and I think that's it, yeah. why I went slightly higher. Yeah. Um, whereas this is still kind of the same Batman from for the sure. last one. Yeah. Uh, main villain. So we're talking Bane here. Yeah, de- definitely. I-, I thought I'd go lower before even watching this, like thinking of our scales. But then watching it back, I'm like, man, Tom Hardy does not deserve this disrespect from these people because he's scary. Mm. He's scary in this 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 thing. So I gave him a nine as well. It's super high. I think maybe they're the fact that he gets like jobbed out at the end. Maybe that does. It kind of makes you go, OK, well, you're not important anymore. So mm. it, maybe that's not a full 10. But otherwise, his speeches. His fighting, everything was... Su- From the first scene you see him, he's scary, so... 
Yeah, I went 9-2. I, I like that you understand kind of his plan. Yeah. And he's very smart and executing these these crazy plans. I love his the iconic voice. He's got a great look. Um, and he breaks Batman's back. Break your back? Yeah. Damn. Uh, so I went a 9. Bane, Bane's great. Yeah. Uh, we have this category secondary villain. And I don't think Talia counts. I think we need, for this film, we need to talk about Catwoman. Yeah, Selena secondary Kyle. hero. So I think maybe maybe we'd have had, like, a lead female as a... But we haven't really introduced that. Sure. So, but yeah, secondary villain, we're going with Catwoman in this film. Yeah, I, went, I gave her a seven. Uh, because I still think she has the, the reasons that the character is brought in. Because the last movie was just the Joker. We definitely need... I like when there's multiple villains mm. or not even villains, uh, but it definitely takes off the fact that I find Anne Hathaway annoying. <laughs> right. That's still like me being like, hey, it makes sense. Uh, I went for an eight. I, I really like Anne Hathaway in this film. I get, wouldn't really say she's the villain. Yeah. And kind of would, wouldn't mind seeing another thing with her being able to be actual Catwoman a bit more. Sure. Um, but so that is kind of, the negatives but i i think the character is is pretty fleshed out and um more way more interesting to me than rachel dawes ever was either iteration of, rachel oh yeah exactly that is true yeah like true. i I, I, I cared way more about bruce and selena here than i ever did about ah, they're the cool couple bruce and rachel um so yeah i went for an eight but mainly just just knocking off a couple for villain points there uh, alfred Michael yeah, Caine. I I'm pretty sure I gave him a ten in the last one because he talks about the the tangerines yeah. and stuff. But uh, it's him talking about the chimpanzee here, so yeah. I forgot. And he's so good. He kind of fucks off for half the movie because he tells Bruce to go fuck himself. Yeah. So you think I would deduct a point for that? But he told Bruce to make his own goddamn bed, so I raised him back to a ten. Because <laughs> Michael Caine, I he cries. So he I literally cries like multiple times. <laughs> yeah, he's great. Like he's seriously just carry so much of the emotional weight in this film i'm gonna get so stoned this week and watch alfie for no reason <laughs> is that what he's in he alfie, is, yeah, yeah the og right yeah. but yeah he's fantastic and full-on alfred mode throughout but yeah. way more than we've ever seen from this character at 10 he's perfect uh the bat vehicles so batmobiles bat bikes bats. yeah we've been we've been high on the tumbler which mm-hmm. we see multiple tumblers here because the bad guys use like the tan the army ones. Yeah, so that kind of sucks against Batman, whom of course his his tools and his toys blow up the other ones way more easier than they blow up his. Uh, I guess you can count the bat as the car, which yeah, is pretty 100%. sweet. So I gave it a nine because it's high. It, it, it's it makes more sense than just because it looks cool as a toy. We'll make it a jet that flies and lands just like it. The other ones don't make sense. Whereas this, like the the aerodynamic, they explain yeah. how it works. So, yeah. Yeah, I, I went nine as well. The, the bat's awesome. And also, the bat bike does something in this film that we haven't seen in the other, where the front wheel, like, spun around before you oh, had yeah. to turn a corner. That's right. Uh, so, extra points for that as Do well. you think in the eight years when he wasn't Batman, he was just, like, tuning up his stuff? Well, Fox was. Fox yeah, true. Oh, right, true. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah. yeah, that's right. He knew this day would come. Yeah, I really like the bat, the bat as, the, like, the flying bat thing. That counts. So, I gave that a nine. But what about Gadgets. Okay, so what are we talking about gadgets here? Gadgets. We're talking about the, the EMP cannon. We're talking about those bat darts. Those poisonous bat darts. Yeah. Yeah, uh, what is he putting in them, the poison? Like, bat venom. 
bat venom in the like yeah, yeah damn like there's poison frogs. I wonder if there's poison bats. I mean, we all know there was poisonous bats, don't we? <laughs> Oh, God. <laughs> uh, I thought his gadgets outside of the vehicles, like he didn't really use anything else. In fact, the bad guys turned his gadget against him. True. This, this bomb, this yeah. thing. So realistically, you kind of fucked up. I mean, I gave gadgets a seven. Yeah, I gave a six, and that's that's maybe being generous. Yeah, uh, there are it aren't a whole lot of gadgets in here, but I I sort of I guess the autopilot maybe I. I threw in there. Oh, right. Autopilot. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Uh, and the dart scene is pretty cool. And his flare. And his, and his bat sign. Sure, I'll, I'll say that's a gadget. Oh, now you like the But art. it's the suit as well. And his suit always looks great. So right. extra points for that. But a six. Overall enjoyment of the film. So this is taking aside, uh, like, plot holes and all that. But just, do you enjoy it? Like, how much do you enjoy this film to yeah, watch? Yeah, yeah. I, I highly enjoy this movie. Uh, I watch this movie not very often, but I it's really long. But it's if you're a big Batman fan, fan of the comics, reading it, it's almost like watching a comic book come to life, but in this realism that works so well. So everything aside the plot holes, I still enjoyed it a lot. So nine from me. For nine. This. Yeah. I... Uh... I recognize The Dark Knight is a better film. Yes. I prefer this film, though. This one's like your, your favorite one. This one's like, ah, the other one everyone likes. It's not the, like the, the band you like that has the hot song. Like, mm. sure, everyone, everyone loves uh, Sweet Child of Mine, but some people really love November Rain. You yeah. know, it's like, that's kind of like... It's, I, like, I like that they wrap up the trilogy, and I think they, they land it well. Um, think how many third films we've seen where you go, ah, oh, it kind of just messed up the landing there right uh i think they they wrap everything up so nicely here they give room if you wanted to do robin robin or even whatever bruce coming back uh years and years later they give room to that but i think they they wrap up the whole thing pretty well which people don't agree with that a lot of people think they didn't do that which i'm like ah how they literally fixed every little they they literally told you where everyone i think so even alfred they told us alfred gets fucking rich he's fucking great gets all the money and i just love the the kind of epicness the sort of war feel to this one so i prefer this film to the dark knight i recognize the dark knight's a better film so i went a 9.5 which is my highest score for overall on any of these films damn yeah which doing bat math bat math we both gave this an average score of 4.375 stars wow which we round up it's a 0.25 scale so it's 4.5 stars which puts it in second place Damn. Behind the Dark Knight. Wow. Like the bat scores speak for themselves. They do. Ladies and gentlemen. But I think I kind of agree with you. Like the Dark Knight, I maybe I watched it so many times when it first the first few years it was out that I've watched it and I'm like, yeah, it's amazing. It's great. But this story's really great too. So maybe that's why I like it. It's more mm. fresh. But this one has so many things that you want out of not only a comic book movie, but a comic a, a, a movie. Yeah. It's got great acting. The story's insane. The cast for this one is ridiculous yeah. because some of the the support cast they have here, and I'm not talking. I'm saying your main cast is your Gary Oldman's, your Morgan Freeman's, sure. your Michael Caine's, etc. But your support cast, you've got Ben Mendelsohn, who is just fantastic in everything. I see him in. Uh, Bern Gorman, who plays his assistant, is a pretty big like BBC actor. Uh, Juno Temple, we mentioned from Ted Lasso. Yeah. Uh, the 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 guy, the doctor guy. Um, 
the dude who plays the congressman is in a bunch of stuff. He was in Lost for a bit and uh, like a really great support cast as well. Um, I imagine Christopher Nolan just gets his mates a lot of the time in these films. Oh yeah, it sounds like that, yeah. Um, but yeah, it's... I, I do love this film. Yeah, I, I really do. And it wraps everything up. It, it, it wanted you to, you wanted to go see a Robin or a Batman Beyond movie. You wanted to let it, let it, let it lie mm. if you really thought so. Because shortly after, they went, okay, cool, that was great. So that's it. No more Batman films. Yeah, ever again. <laughs> ever. Ever again. Uh, hey, uh, Nolan, um, we've been making that Superman one. That got, you know, it was all right. Uh, do you think we could do a Justice League? Hey, uh, Christian Bale. We'll pay you a fuck ton of money to come back, but we wrapped everything up. I possibly died. It's over. Mm. No, no, no. Come back, please. Justice League. We want you. I don't know. We'll give you a lot of money. I don't know. We'll give you a fucking lot of money. I don't know. Let me let me see what you got in the works there. Nope. I'm yeah. not interested. Neither is Nolan. <laughs> yeah, Bale, Bale said he'd only do it if Nolan did yeah, it. Yeah. Both of them were like, I'll only do it if the yeah. other guy did it. Uh, Absolutely, I believe not. Christopher Nolan goes on to be a producer. He does, but yeah. doesn't have much like creative input, right. I guess. Uh, but yeah, we will be coming back with, I guess, Batman v Superman is next. I think we're taking August off. Right, um, we got a lot of things. We Summer got a Slam. lot of things. We got the Summer Slam. We've got. Uh, we got to separate this. We we got to get out of the hole. We got to get out of the pit of Morocco and give us time exactly. to get. We need a bit of a break. We need to put the Dark Knight trilogy to bed. Before we go to the Snyderverse, we should be we should uh, we should do for for Patreon before that to, just to fuck everyone up. If you want to hear us talk, we should do the Superman because it connects to that one. Man of Steel. I don't really want to though. Yeah, I don't we'll want think to. about it. Yeah, if there's push, we'll, we'll do it. But for it. Patreon only. Yeah, if you really want us to talk about that movie. I can't say anyone loves that movie. People I, like that movie. I saw it once and really did not like, like it. Like people but like maybe it. Maybe I need to give it another chance. Yeah. Uh, but, Maybe I'm wrong. Well, I know there's some feedback oh, is on there? this film. Patreon.com we posted up because no one wrote, wrote in on the Facebook. I put it on three things. And no one wrote in, mm. but three people wrote oh, in okay. I, I, on the Patreon here. And I go to our first bit from Andre who writes in, This is one of the worst Batman movies I've ever seen. What? Yes, worse than Batman and Robin. Who the heck is this Robin dude? I hated it so much. Batman is such a whiny ass in this movie. It infuriates me. Bane is the only decent part. The whole Talia sleeps with Batman while cuckolding Bane is so dumb. Why didn't she just murder him when she was when he was vulnerable during sex? I have no idea. This movie is bad. Dark Knight Rises, more like Dark Knight flops. Oh boy. Damn, Andre from uh is not liking this movie. Yeah. He hates it. We go to Magan who says trying to follow the best Batman film ever is not an easy feat. Dark Knight Rises doesn't try to top its superior predecessor. It circles back to the themes that Batman Begins brought forth. Anne Hathaway pulled Catwoman's good name out of the mud. Tom Hardy made a menacing bane, and the third act twist with Talia al Ghul was well done. A fitting end to the trilogy, despite being stuck under the Dark Knight's shadow. Very fair. We end finally, Barack, who writes in, I think Andre needs a hug. There's so much hate here. Talia Al Ghul's death scene still makes me laugh because of bad, how bad and sudden it is. Love the ending sequence where we find out that Wayne Manor has become an orphanage, probably because John Blake lets Bruce know earlier in the film that the orphanage went sh- was shut down. John Blake's legal first name is revealed to be Robin. Alfred spots Bruce with Selena while sipping on Fernet Branca in Florence. Makes me feel better uh, having seen him cry at the Wayne's grave. 
Bruce handing the mantle over to Robin, presumably after the scene earlier in the film, where he says he knew Bruce was Batman when he visited the orphanage and recognized the anger hidden behind the smile. A silent, gracious ending to a great trilogy of films that tied everything up nicely. Question, what happened to all those prisoners when Bruce escaped and threw the rope down for them? (laughs) They crowd-surfed him back to Gotham. Maybe, wait a second, maybe we're missing the whole point here. He threw the rope down so they could all climb up, and they helped him get from Morocco to Gotham. Because all these prisoners have a load of money. Who knows? <laughs> but that probably, that's probably what happened. Uh, so, so, see, so, I want to see that TV show <laughs> just filling in that gap. If Smallville got a show, yeah. Gotham got a show, they could do a show just this two weeks. They'll call it two weeks in Morocco. Yeah. I'm sure, like, what's the, those people? Bat the road the, to Gotham. Bat in the Sun, those like fan people that right. make things. Talk to them. Okay. I'll Maybe you could play out. Batman. In Me? This. Could, Maybe. could be Christian Bale's replacement. Thank you guys for the feedback. Yeah, I, as I thought, some uh, polarizing feedback for this movie. Because you talk to 10 of your friends, half of them will be like, yeah, it stinks and I don't like it. Or the other one goes, yeah, it's, it was good. It was mm. good. I, I think it's really good. Uh, I, I, I th- do. It is in the shadow of the Dark Knight, but the Dark Knight rises that's what happens uh that's it that is it you mentioned the next time we will be talking about this is batfleck batfleck batman v superman yeah so probably in sometime september i think september yeah, yeah. we'll come back to this get ready for that but thank you because i nothing's spoilers nothing's topping these this trilogy no because like this trilogy is just as a fan of movies and, and this kind of stuff is like honestly probably one of my favorite trilogies i've seen them, these three so many yeah. times and i I enjoy them every time. Right. I, I haven't got bored of them yet, which is something to say because they're long films. They are so long, but they, they have so much to offer in, in all three of them. And as a, a whole thing, like if you were to watch them all at once, like damn, like it would definitely hold up. It, it definitely does hold up watching them back and chatting about them. Yeah. So yeah, fun stuff. So you prefer this one to Dark Knight? I think so. I'm, I'm, yeah. on the, I'm on the fence. I genuinely love this movie, but like we've mentioned, we got Joker in our... Uh, in our living room, we need to get Bane up in the, the living room. Should I get the Bane coat? The Bane coat? You you pull that off. I have a shaved head. I just need the mask. You pull the boat off. Uh, the, the coat? The off. coat? Yeah. yeah. I got to start looking for it. What do you even call those things? Like the, the Bane coat? You can buy them. Yeah. We're just Bane coat. Winter coat. <laughs> just get a winter With coat. a furry collar. <laughs> Uh, thank you, everyone, for listening to us ramble on about Batman. And uh, if you like us, we ramble on about all sorts of stuff, including tons of movies, horror movies, sci-fi movies, everything, comedies, everything on the Patreon, plus retro NXT reviews, best match ever, tons of paper, old pay-per-view reviews, WCW, ECW, WWF, all the stuff. Patreon.com slash up next is how we get by, and it's only five bucks to access all the shows coming up this month if you join August 1st. But everything in the Bat catalog, including all these movies and, and all that stuff, including the 60s Batman movie. Yeah. Which is on there as uh, well. Yeah, Adam West, 66. Yes. So uh, go support us for only five bucks. If you like us, go listen to all the other stuff that we do. And go follow the socials at Up Next Podcast on Twitter and Instagram. And I myself, I am at The Bray D. And I am at Davey Portman. Take care. Goodbye. Be safe. And rise. Oh, hoy! Whether it's Kroger's Simple Truth Turkey or Mac and Cheese with Murray's English Cheddar, 
or pie made with fresh, cosmic crisp apples. There are many dishes we look forward to sharing during the holidays, and Kroger has all the fresh ingredients you need to turn today's holidays into tomorrow's memories. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Get more ways to save at the Buy Five or More Save $1 each sale. Just buy five or more participating items and save a dollar each with card. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Good news. You started a company. Now you have to run it. When you look out into the sea of CRMs, it can look extremely blue. But HubSpot is here to give your company a more human approach. We're a CRM that's easy to use, aligns all your teams seamlessly, and delivers a better experience for your customers. So your business feels like a helpful partner and not just some company trying to force a sale. There's a better way to help grow your business by connecting your people, your customers, and your business. HubSpot. Grow better.